0: i Spaces
1: of stuff today because some positions are looking kind of sketchy um i sold some of my akash akt it kind of looks toppy um and the uh like the push to prior high could happen but i mean like damn the market cap's kind of high and i figure like it's probably due for a pullback um the other one that looks um kind of questionable right now is like let's see just based on today's action compared to before is just like fetch <clears throat> looks pretty toppy as well i was hoping it would kind of run to prior high but i don't really see a whole lot of ai narrative shit happening on timeline um volumes kind of dropping off and um my suspicion is is that like it's always been like super overvalued as far as any kind of like rationality in terms of my market cap, but I think like, I picked this thing up at like 30 something cents, maybe. So it's probably like a two X here. I'm going to get out of it at this point. um, I think like it could go up, but I don't know. It's like questionable risk benefit ratio here on, on fetch. Um, I'm going to kind of like look, look, you know, be happy with the two X and then, Maybe convert that to atom if it dips, um, which you know has a pretty decent yield on it, or maybe just like leave it in cash. But anyway, like Fetch and Akash, both kind of AI narrative stuff look kind of toppy. The best charts right now, I would say, are um, well, Injective is looking decent. Um, It's pretty close to its high and. Overall chart pattern looks pretty good. Uh, Neutron is looking equally as good with a smaller market cap. It's at like a buck 55. And again, it's sort of reached a near local high and kind of retesting it. And then uh, Zephyr is really just like my best chart of all. Um, It really just has already pulled back nicely. In a bull market, it's already done like a 70% retracement and pretty much every indicator known to man is uh, positive at the moment on it, including uh, volume picking up, so like over 2 million per day. And uh, RSI is like just above 55, so going into bullish territory, MACD, um, you know, is looking good. It's like getting pretty close to its 50-day moving average to try to break above again. I mean, just every indicator, like Zephyr looks the best. So um, I think like if I was going to add anything today, it would be to Zephyr even at twenty two seventy five, It looks like um, a good spot for um, a lot of on, like ongoing continuation upwards. If you guys recall, like the previous time Zephyr ran from like, you know, a dollar something to $52, it took about a month. So it's not like you're going to see candles just shoot up like <laughs> every single day. But definitely um, trickling upwards for now. And I think it'll do that up till about $28, $29, where like, that's where kind of volume resistance is. And hopefully we see it pop up after that. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, the overall sort of altcoin space is looking kind of toppy and like wants to correct. With the exception of, I would say, like Neutron's chart, fetch uh, Luna just took a nosedive of 10%. So it's down to like 65 cents again. So it chart, it's chart looks like just absolute shit, quite frankly. Um, like it, I don't know. It looks like it needs to test a new low. (laughs) Like the last low is like 35 cents. It might drop below that. Um, like I think that was like somewhat of a leverage fuel, uh, pump. I think maybe wizard and a few other people mentioned it when it was down and probably most of those people had leverage, had it pump. And then most of that leverage probably exited the market. Um, it's um, RSI is down to like 36 or so and probably needs to test another new low. <laughs> so like, um, yeah, there's not a lot of like direct excitement for Luna at the moment. Um, other shit going on. Let's see. Kujira pulled back from like around 5 to $4, $4.20 at the moment. Um, hard to know where to place this one as far as like bullish continuation or correction. It's 200 day moving average is like at a buck 84 and its current price is $4 and 20 cents. Um, it's sitting right at the 50 day moving average. Um, and like, I don't know, it's failed to break its prior high at 558 on this recent uptrend. I bought it at like five bucks again. So I have a bit of my position, um, under a bit in the red. But um I don't know. I think like Kajira is a good buy, like closer to around two dollars and twenty cents, which is where the two hundred day moving average will intersect with um that price. You know, and it's there's also a fib at 225. So I think like I set aside some cash to buy some Kajira if it does a nice dump. But um with BTC on the rise, I guess you just never know when altcoins will just sort of start spiking again. But um Part of how this game is played is like some of the market players, the big big whales and stuff that basically like pump all the altcoins. Tend to sort of like pump the alts and then jump into BTC when they feel like um, the the upside is higher there. <clears throat> BTC basically has no fib resistance to all time high, so it's quite possible you might see people just pile into that shit and run it up. Um, but uh, I, I think that, yeah, there's a few few charts that look better than others for sure. And I think like if you're at smaller market caps, you're much more likely to um have a generally higher upside versus like giving up some of your gains on some of the stuff you have now. But um uh let me see here. So if I was gonna get anything today, like the best charts, I think, with the highest um like kind of just upside based on just pure technicals would be Zephyr. And then after that, mmm. Things that could just continue upwards for some a little bit longer would be, um, injective, um, Kujira. Um, is probably you know these things will probably catch a bid and um, um, again like FETs looking kind of toppy at this point. It's lost a lot of its momentum and it's kind of like teasing the fifty-day moving average. Uh, Fetch I think becomes a half decent buy at like maybe thirty-four cents. If in fact, like this AI narrative shit can actually persist, like that's not really clear because people have gotten a bit bored of sort of like AI talk, I think on crypto Twitter and some of the AI narrative stuff. um, I think some of those people who are in serious gains on stuff like fetch and Akash and things like that, um, you you could see some selling because as the price falls, people like, oh no, my gains and then they start selling on the way down. So um, once momentum trickles downwards, um, you notice like I have these charts with these blue and yellow uh, trend indicators. I don't use the red and green candles. There's a guy that um, on uh, who produced this indicator um, who hangs out on TradingView. And he specifically um, sort of like I remember talking to the guy when he first made it. And it's interesting. It like does a pretty good job on the daily chart and three day chart. like especially on the three-day chart of like identifying trend reversals. And especially if you start seeing on the weekly chart, it goes yellow. The odds of downward continuation are quite high. And usually it implies like a couple of months of downtrend, if not more. So um, I'm watching for those kind of changes. Um, But like on the three-day chart, um, Fetch is a good example. It's gone yellow now which makes me pretty nervous like most of the time I have faded this thing like I have been wrong so if you just look back at chart action once like uh, the chart turns yellow on the three-day chart on those little ones I post it's pretty much like high probability downtrend I would say like four out of five times and um, sort of so fetch is one of those that looks like it's hasn't pulled Back up to its high. Now it's not too bad from its high. Like high was like seventy nine cents. Right now it's sixty four. But I sold mine in the green today, thinking that I'll just buy it back if it goes lower, just based on this this trend, um, which is looking kind of weak. Um, so yeah, I think like of all the things, um, probably like Adam looks like it's the better buy. Um, it's already pulled back from like twelve to nine forty four. And if I'm in Cosmos and I'm going to sell some shit, um, I'll probably just go back right into Atom. It's pretty liquid. You don't lose much on fees and whatnot on Osmosis, and um, uh, you can get some yield if you stake it. So, um, you know, Atom's low during the bear market was like six twenty-six. No, I'm sorry, five fifty, and um, its current price is about nine forty-three. So it's only a two X off its low. So I think, like, as Adam goes down any further, you could pretty much pick it up exponentially and scale in, and it would be a good buy. Um, let's see. Anything else? Solana um, kind of uh, was headed up to its prior high. It hit um, uh, the last fib before high, and then it kind of got rejected there and um, is currently now, at, like, it dipped to 84. It's now at 97. I bought it at 103. It's fib level is 123. So basically, it's done a pullback of a bit. Is it going to continue upwards? I don't know. Like I don't know. It, went, it had a straight up trend from like September till like end of December, probably due for a correction. So I don't think I'm going to sell what I bought at uh, 103, but um, I think it could pull back a couple of fibs to like 45 or something and then continue upwards. If we have an ongoing bull market, but Solana is um, also looking a little bit toppy, um, as far as like just kind of curving over uh, on the chart. Anyway, um, Cheetah, uh, any thoughts on your end? Did you buy or sell anything today or anything?
2: Um, not today. I just got that thing uh, that coin I talked about. Um, I don't know if you looked at it. Oh, the, the little really the meme
1: like. coin on Filecoin or something.
3: Yeah, I don't want to talk about that with a bunch of people. Okay, just because like that could go to absolutely zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want people to be like, "Oh, you told me to buy
1: it." Well, I mean, as long as we tell people, it's like it's probably going to go to zero. You can talk about. I don't care what people talk about. In all seriousness, like I I feel like uh, anything that people buy and they lose money, it's their responsibility. Like you know, that's why I I, I I also mentioned when I have I buy something high and it goes down and I'm in the red, so people realize that. Like, yeah. In fact, you know, people that know what they're doing also go into the red for some for a period of time. So, but yeah, like little meme coins and things, everyone should already know that like you're in pure gambler mode. So, anything we mentioned on here that's that sort of thing is like just assume it's going to zero until proven otherwise.
3: Yeah, but I like um, Alph, uh huh, or Alph, Alphas, I don't
1: know. Let's see how it's doing now. It, it's, I mean, a right? Pulled
3: back a little, yeah,
1: lithium. Um, uh, let me. ALPH. I think chart on here real quick. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it, still looking pretty decent. Um, it's at like two dollars and two cents at least on Gate I.io. IO. I'm assuming it's ALPH as the ticker. Yeah. Um, it's been kind of picking up in volume at this level, and on Gate at least the high was about two dollars, and so it's now at two hundred four. So it's kind of at a well, at least on the Gate chart, it's like an all time high breakout. So maybe. Um, it might be a good choice. here it hit like two forty a couple days ago, but just kind of like you people should be uh like a little bit cautious of is breakout trading is not as good as buying like you know like a sixty or seventy percent retracement in a bull market. You could get continuation, but if the rest of the altcoin space is looking kind of iffy, you might see a few few things like um outperform. But I think if I was going to pick right now between Alephium and Zephyr, it's like mm, Zephyr is more obvious here. Um, I think the bottom of Alephium was like $0.04. It's now at $2.04, like retesting, I think, the high on gate. And um, that high was previously put in February 2022. So it doesn't look too bad as far as charts are concerned. If you're a gambler, um, you could probably throw in right here and probably get a measured move to like $4. I would think easy. But, um, again, like breakout trading, like examples of where, like I did that recently and I'm down a little bit like Solana bet one of three at, um, at a resistance break. And it, it kind of dropped. Um, um, oh, the Bruce, if you're listening, you, Akash is looking kind of topped out to some extent. You might want to exit it if you still have it. <laughs> I, I, I did, but like, I'm not so sure. I have, I've owned the fucking thing for like three years though, so I was in the green and I was like, "I'm going to exit." But um, <clears throat> he's he's up at two x on that one, I think. But um, just pointing out that like, <laughs> like I think it's looking kind of uh, on the top end. Um,
3: curious to hear your thoughts on which direction is more beneficial for institutions once an etf goes live you think they're gonna take it down and then up i mean i'm guessing that we would see volatility you mean btc specifically or yeah i guess B- btc specifically and mm. most things will probably
2: follow i don't know mm. i don't
1: really know i'm not sure mm. i think like the e- etf stuff is basically bullish for btc but at the same time if BTC is going to run and everyone's piling into that, is that bearish for altcoins for a while? I don't know. Cause we're definitely seeing uh, a few dumpers today. Uh, in alt's like uh, a good example uh, would be Dogecoin. It's like Doge is a good bellwether, by the way, for like retail entrance. I keep saying that, but like it's down to 7.8 cents again. Um, Pretty much at an area where you can scale in now, quite frankly, in Doge, but it's bottom was like, five cents and now it's at like seven cents 7.8 cents again which is quite the pullback um so if you kind of look at these sort of retail heavy type of coins and you're seeing no real price action there um it's either super bullish that you were early or it's bearish that nobody gives a fuck (laughs) and that's that's a definite concern after the 2022 like crash 2021 and all that like you know a lot of retail folks are still burned and like maybe not running into crypto
2: do you look at um like
3: lending rates. rates that kind of thing to try to determine if oh, funding rates large corrections yeah funding rates if mm-hmm. they're going to pull a major correction
1: is that pretty accurate usually yeah uh, there's different places you can look at all this stuff one is like the CFTC um not CFTC um the CME futures for BTC another place you can look is kind of like funding rates on major places like bybit um a big place to look for that sort of shit used to be BitMEX, but it's just much more, much less prominent now. Um Bybit's probably your best bet to look for that. And there's pretty good dashboards for that. I haven't looked lately though. But if you pull up like Bybit funding rate um chart, you might be able to pull it up for your computer right now. Um <clears throat> but that's that's a good place to look. Um yeah, I mean, anytime we're in these kind of like mm, sort of dumpy looking altcoin markets. Um I think the question becomes like what to acquire during this time. And um, um
2: and then and, and then how how low to let things fall. Um I don't know. been thinking about this a little bit
1: as far as what I want to do right now. Um I like seriously though, the the only thing I can really, really strongly I feel really strongly about buying into on a dip here is, is Zephyr. Almost everything else is kind of looking iffy to me, especially if like the altcoin space has been running for three, four months and we're pretty much due for a correction. Um, and we we might just get it. <laughs> Luna's interesting. Um, I don't know if Bruce, did you, Bruce is over there listening. I don't know if he's busy. I don't know if he closed his like long position on it. He he, he got in kind of early and just kind of like threw a, a long, I think on it. I don't know if he exited or what. Um, but, um, (laughs) Luna's chart looks like absolute dog shit right now. Um, it looks like it needs to do like another leg down, like further than it's been before. Um, it's pretty pathetic. Oh, there he is. Um, I don't really do leverage. Um, Bruce does more of that. So he probably has a a bit more of a vibe on this. Bruce, uh, you you just get out of your Luna position. Did you stick with it? The long position um
4: i think with luna i made a couple hundred k and then i lost like 50k got liquidated oh you you actually let it sit there i did yeah i didn't expect it to go down to 0.5 on Qcoin. which is like oh, my my liquidation but <laughs> whatever
1: oh that was the a couple of days ago then
4: probably or or like this last week yeah i, I lost some money there but I made I made okay. lots more. I, I like longed it three times and made quite a lot, like two hundred K or something. Okay. Okay, good. So um yeah, like Luna's
1: chart though looks like absolute shit now. <laughs> like like it looks like it was um it, I mean it looks like it's kind of um you know, it basically gave up all its gains and it even dropped below the 200 day moving average, which is pretty pathetic for a like a supposed bull market. So I don't know. It probably has to dump long, dump quite a bit before we go jump into that again.
4: I'll, um, into that or I think like I'll re-enter, I'll re-enter Luna right. when it gets down to 10 cents or so.
1: Yeah, it might be viable there. I'm thinking the same thing. The bottom in the bear market is like 0.36. And like if you just look at what it did now, it's like it just didn't retain any of its gains. It almost seems like a few people like picked it up on high leverage like maybe crypto wizard or whoever else it goes up and then like the le- the long leverage positions get closed the thing dumps and that's pretty much what you're looking at here um just pretty much straight up and down <laughs> like it's pretty bad um but quite a few things are looking like that though the like um even dogecoin same story looks the same um yeah altcoins giving up their gains do not does not look good <laughs> like on a lot of these charts looks pretty pathetic um what do you like what do you think about kujira it's at 417 now like what's your buy point
4: there for the for it again Mm, i have some but um i'm not i'm not buying i'm just holding on what i ever have uh i i like them though i think one if you want to get if you want to get a little bit cynical and and ridiculous about kujira you could say that the kujira holders now are The portion of lunar investors who are the most fundamentally deluded. (laughs) So, so they are the ones who held from like early amounts of dollars to 119, and then back to zero, and then those people particularly are the ones who migrated to Gujarat, and also the ones who played around most of the old ecosystem, right? So it's like you have extreme filtering towards the most delusive possible, uh, cultish long-term holders who won't sell. Mm -hmm. which is nice like it's it's nice i also like uh, yeah that's i've spoken to dove a lot i agree that's
1: pretty much what i've been saying about it same thing it's like you've got this like hardcore group and then
4: um in terms of of dove uh in my opinion super high integrity guy has always been like so i've i've gone around and helped countless projects with advice and hopping onto phone calls and stuff and probably the guy who's been most grateful of anyone has been Dove. for comparison, like I, I gave uh, TFL loads and loads and loads of help with various things and ideas and got zero thanks. So uh, like Dove is up there for me. And I'm a big supporter of um, people who have like high integrity, high gratitude, who really look after the community. Um, I think he was super generous to a lot of people who got wrecked and stuff, helped them get back into crypto. Um, yeah, I, I, I really like the guy. I like, I like the overall vision um it seems they have a really hardcore tribal base of diamond hands so yeah big fan yeah i think um like it's high on the um
1: mexi chart was like um in in 2022 uh when the coin came out it kind of like you know did the usual kind of like pump and then dump it went to like $1.93 bottomed out at like 30 cents something like that on mexi at least and then like it broke its high, um, the prior high at like a dollar ninety-four. So I think if you just look at the chart, it it's like a dollar ninety-four breaking out of prior high is probably the level that it's probably not gonna go below in a bull market. It's uh 20 day moving average has reached exactly that same level, like right about two bucks. And um, it's got like a fib level at, like two twenty five. So my thought is like it's at the fifty day right now. Um, it could just keep running, I suppose, if like btc climbs and could, one of the kujira crowd couldn't give a flying fuck about what btc does so that's good news too so um
4: i think it's one of you know, one of the big vouchers that it's been separated like for a mm-hmm. long time there was this idea of we need to get on exchanges why won't exchanges list us all this stuff um was said in that community but i think now it's just like it's nicely separated nicely siloed off nicely islanded away from the rest of crypto as in um, all of the algorithms and the bots and stuff don't really smash it too hard. It can have its own trajectory, which is nice.
1: Yeah. It's not on very many centralized exchanges. There's not a lot of, I think it's literally like... on,
4: uh, Mexi and
1: like one other, which is good. Yeah. It's there aren't a lot of, um, you know, like BCCR bots and market makers and shit. So it's like, you don't see a very, very strong correlation necessarily,
4: but it's good. And um, yeah. sometimes if you have a major listing and, and price doesn't respond, it's, it's sort of taken as evidence that nobody cares, right? Um, right? Also, if you list too early, the thing about listings is like, what are, what are listings really for? Okay, people can buy it, but they kind of would have bought it if they really wanted to anyway. Um, in many ways, listings are a thing you should do when you have a sufficiently large holder base that cares about the listing happening and can use it as an excuse to celebrate or shill. <laughs> it's like um, I've seen projects get listings very early, and nobody cared at all because there wasn't a holder base to care. Um, which is also well. The other
1: plus side is like a lot of people. Let's say you bought Kujira at like thirty cents. Let's say you bought at the bottom, and you bought a whole you know gigantic bag work your sumo or whatever, and you're, you're like hardcore, right? So you buy a whole bunch of Kujira, and you're like, hey, I don't have a place to exit with this fucking thing. If I try to sell, um, I can't sell because I'm going to dump the price, or I'm going to have a lot of slippage. So you know then you're stuck with like well do you make some kind of weird OTC deal or um or or do you simply have to wait for the market cap to get much much higher in order to actually sell or like just get another listing so like if you get to a point where it's like let's say it lists on a a KuCoin or a Binance then the difference is is that there's a whole new order book a whole new market maker and you could you probably could legitimately sell at that level which is bullish in a way because it means that previous people that were in can actually sell, um, which is great. And then it also means that like, that puts a f- almost a floor on the price to some extent. And then the new- newcomers can just come in and like, you know, buy whatever dip happens after that and you're good to go. So it's like, it's kind of bullish and bearish both at the same time in the sense that like, right when something lists, a lot of things dump these days, like, you know, because there's like large holders that need to exit. And so that becomes the, the new market maker becomes as ex- ex- liquidity. But then at the same time, it's like more eyes are on the project. So those people can now come by. So it's like a double-edged sword, these new listings. And like you said, like there's always the the shillability of the fact there's a new listing. And um, that's a plus. Or maybe like a people people that are like, they live on that exchange and they love to use that exchange and they become new buyers of the particular coin. But um, yeah, like kuji I think like it's kind of a good buy. Like, you know it's one of these that you could probably pick up like an exponential dca from here and it's like now is probably not too bad at the 50-day moving average and like closer to 250 um is probably where it's like you know the the true value probably lies somewhere like around there i would think
5: <clears throat>
1: um but yeah it's like but yeah akash fetch these things are looking kind of toppy uh, as far as charts are concerned they're probably going to roll over and either that or consolidate for a number of months because they've run up so much. It's like, (laughs) like you, and you could write it down again or just hold and pray that it goes up one more time. But um, I think these are things that you could probably sell and buy back lower if they get there. And that's for a caution fetch. Uh, Bruce, the other thing is like, I'm not seeing very much like AI narrative talk anymore on crypto on, um, on CT. It's like the people that like engineered the AI narrative kind of bought at the very bottom of those coins the things ran up and now it's like they've disappeared, which means there's a fair probability that like those guys have already made like um, a 20 X or something or more. And some of those folks have already sold and disappeared, which is why they're no longer shilling it. But they're also um, like, you know, you're not seeing a whole lot of new entrants because there's not that AI vibe going on right now. So I like, I think they're, you know, you could argue that they've sort of run their course and there might be like greener pastures coming uh cuz there are like new coins and shit coming out too soon. I think dimension in a couple of weeks and whatever. Those are all pretty scary by the way when you fir- they first get listed cuz they could dump a lot but but for the c- for coming year it's like it might make sense to sell some stuff that we're in the green with and just like wait. And um you'll find some interesting um you'll find some interesting opportunities at very specific times.
4: Which um which cults are you most interested in right now? Steffi, if you take a, a high, long gaze across all of crypto, which cults are you most bullish on?
1: Hmm. Well, um, even bata- besides uh, autism cult?
2: No, you can you can include that. We can imagine yeah. it have nothing to do with it.
1: Yeah, I think like um, um, a substantial portion of this like meme coin uh, space um, has calmed down in volume and really know how much of like a, um, um, like I don't really frequent very much with the meme coin crowds, like the, the Pepe's and whatever. So I don't really know exactly how, how vibrant those groups are right now. Um, as far as like, you're talking about that or just like narrative cults or something like meme
4: coins or anything. No, just, just anything that seems to stand out that has a resiliency beyond price mm. um, that you're looking One at. thing I've noticed is um, the biggest cult, which is like the basically Satoshi
1: cult, um, you know, Bitcoin maxis. I'm not seeing a whole lot of like posting from them lately. Um, I don't know why. And that's kind of concerning. <laughs> you need to have like a strong, like aggressive cult for that and to bring liquidity in. But um, I don't know, I'm not sure. I, I don't really have a strong feeling one way or the other.
6: I feel like every, these things were kind of like um, like bear market things a little bit. There were a few activities coming out of what's in the bear market where um, people were doing GambleFi, people were doing uh, meme coins, and now maybe like the bull market stuff is kind of taking the lead, which is the all eyes are on Bitcoin. All eyes are on like mid-level alts and and other alts that were catching bids. That's I ju- I think that was just kind of the shift. Like there are certain things people occupied themselves with. We'll probably see the meme coins come back like uh, towards the top of a bull market when there's just everything's catching a bid. But maybe there's going to be a time in between where the memes really don't have the spotlight because people are trying to show how serious crypto is.
1: I don't know. You know, one of the things I've been a bit worried about and maybe like, again, it's just a sign of my disbelief is I've been worried about kind of the, um, like, maybe there's not going to be as much new money coming into crypto as, um, you know what I mean? Like as much money as we, we think there's going to be for this um, so-called bull market coming up. And that just may be me, like just overthinking it possibly too. But that's like know. classic dis- disbelief psychology at this point. But I don't know who has money. Like I,
6: I really don't, like I feel, I feel right. like I said before, I think everyone's really yeah. stretched thin, you know? Um, people at least, uh, institutions maybe not, but individuals are stretched pretty thin. You know, they need to be, if they're putting anything in, it's like last dollar or beer money or something like, they've got no hope. <laughs> and so they're gonna buy something.
1: Yeah, it seems like inflation is like riding hard on people. Bitcoin and that also just, makes uh, me wonder. That
7: also bitcoin. makes me wonder if like let's wait, say wait you, wait wait you weather it. weather report brother bro brother weather 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 report <laughs> uh bitcoin just reached uh
2: 5792 uh for the and 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 that that's uh, uh weather report bro
1: Yeah So, um, no, what I was getting at is, like, it's possible that um, a lot of folks are going to sell earlier than you think because they're, like, not doing as financially well. And so if they went and, like, went all in kind of early in the bear market and they're like, fuck it, I'm out. Like, I've made my gains. (laughs) Like, that's a possibility, too. It's tempting. It's tempting. Like, if I sold right now. They're going to go pay their
6: mortgage or something. I'd kind of be net zero if if I sold right now from, like, what I'd invested overall, after a few years of stewing and churning tens of thousands of transactions, if I sold every asset I had right now, I'd kind of be at like net zero and it's tempting <laughs> It's tempting to say like maybe it won't get any better and if I if I sell it here, I'll have some capital and buy the bottom again if the BTC thing is a, a
1: non- event but that's not me. That's not who I am. He, he did just pop to 47.6, six, by the way. <laughs> in term of, oh, right. excuse
6: me. I, let me revise my weather estimate down a little bit. You know, forecasting isn't uh, an exact science.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I think like I guess if it breaks high, you know, everything will sort of um, pump after that. But um, I don't know. I'm, I'm in a little bit of a disbelief mode today, and I definitely acted upon that by selling, selling a couple of things, thinking that I'll have some money left like on the side to go buy some other shit if, if the time comes. Could um, you see it being a possibility? that was the best chart though on the whole, Yeah, what you were saying? Oh, sorry. Um,
3: <laughs> could you see it being a possibility that like people that haven't been as involved in crypto use the ETF approval as like a signal that, oh, cryptos,
4: good to go. like the government agrees with it. Fat cheetah. Yes. Is there is there a reason you haven't welcomed Zero X years? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not next to my phone.
1: Oh sorry, Zero X Years. How are you doing? We figured he'd just start talking whenever he feels like it.
8: Hello, everybody, I'm here and my name is OX Ears and I'm here and I'm feeling serene because the bull market is back and Bitcoin is going to one billion million dollars. So, well, thank you for welcoming me to the space and I'm really excited to share what I've been learning in the last 40 days. I haven't been into a space for 40 days and I've been wandering in the desert and I have a lot to share with you.
4: Wow. Please continue. I missed, I missed a little bit of that, but would you like me to interview you? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, it's been a, a very long time since we talked 0 I but I would love to know, uh, to start to dig into that little story you've told, um, how did you end up in the desert? How did you move from what I recall was fairly urban uh, France or maybe Italy towards the desert? How did you end up there?
8: uh sorry i missed the first half of your question you asked how i ended up in france is that your question well i
4: recall i recall from our spaces around a month and a half ago that you were in an urban area of france somewhere um now you're saying you've been in in the desert for the last 40 days i'm wondering what were the peculiar set of circumstances that led you to uh be living in the desert in a nomadic fashion
8: yeah so um it's interesting so about 40 days ago I, I put down the phone from a Twitter space, I was talking to you guys, and the doorbell rung and I, I went down and there was a man, he was wearing sort of like some kind of a shawl, like he was a perhaps a camel herder is my first thought. Um, and right. he came and he said- And, and
4: between the yeah. between the, the words I'm detecting, there was some attraction there. Maybe that well, is we'll what viewed you out of the house.
8: Uh, your, your spider senses are accurate, but we'll get to that later on and uh, he beckoned to me we didn't we couldn't communicate at all like um i had no idea what he was saying he beckoned to me and i said what what is it and he said he pointed around the corner and i came to look at what he was pointing at and there was a, a, Wait, a caravan slow of, of Slow down
4: i'm hungry for details you said he beckoned what was the nature of his beckoning
8: sort of like a curled index finger sort of like beckoning yes exactly like that sort of like you know um, most wrist more wrist And then uh, quite firm uh, index finger, sort of like come here, like a hook.
4: Mm. Um, And how would you describe his fingers? Were were they slender, like pianist fingers, or were they fairly thick? Quite no. they have the the vibe of a a long term carpenter or workman, maybe a field worker? Super, super calloused. I
8: think this man has been holding onto leather straps on these camels he's been walking through the desert he's been holding on to things he's been cutting vines with machetes he's got super
4: calloused does he, does hands he seem like someone mm. who's
1: led a good life or mm. does he- desert vines. So,
4: so you would say you could you could pretty much see his life uh yeah. expressed in his hands
8: yeah exactly I, I think that's probably fair um so yeah he, I, we ran in, the cor- ran in the corner and then there was a whole train of camels so in the car park And I said to him, what, what the bloody hell are you doing these camels? But then, um, I, I, at first I resisted this idea of like, you know, he was like obviously beckoning, like, you know, get on the camel. And I was like, well, that's ridiculous. I'm not getting on the camel. But then I thought about it for a minute and I said, well, Wouldn't that just be exciting? Why not just say yes for a change? I always say, no, like, no, I'm not gonna do that. No, I'm not gonna do my taxes today. No, I'm not gonna do my taxes tomorrow. I'm not gonna do my taxes next week. I'm not gonna exercise. I'm not gonna go to the shops. I'm just gonna sit in my apartment and trade crypto. I said, no, today I say yes. So I hopped up onto the camel. I packed a little bag first. I went back up, he said, what are you doing? I said, I'm getting my, get my bag, Went back down. And then I jumped on the camel. And I had a toothbrush, two pairs of boxes, um, three t-shirts and a pair of Uniqlo jeans and I, I'd forgotten my socks, but that didn't matter. And off we went and we, I sat on the back of that camel and we went down the pay through the payage. So in France, the motorways are private. So you can't, you can't just drive on the motorways for free. You have to pay. Um, but there's a special rule. If you're riding a camel, you don't have to, you don't have to pay either. So we went through the payage on these camels. Um, and we went all the way down through Italy, down to the very bottom of the boot, it took about three weeks. I'll skip that detail. Uh, then we hopped onto some boats, uh, rather than going, like, I thought it'd be making more sense to go down through Spain and then to hop over to Morocco. Like it's a shorter gap, the Gibraltar rock and whatnot, but no, we went to Sicily and then we went down in a boat. And then I woke up one morning, I looked up and he and he's sort of beckoned again, we, it was all hand movements. He beckoned and he pointed out to the horizon, I saw the green sparkling lights of old Carthage, modern day Libya, Tripoli, that's it. And, uh, you know, that was, that was just the start. And so this was about 10 days in to my 40 day gap. Um, But maybe I'll tell you what happened uh, for the rest of those 30 days next time. Can anybody hear me?
6: Yeah, if as an American, if if I had been on that adventure, I'd have been very scared because I have no idea what any of those places
8: are that you just mentioned. Mm. What have you guys been are doing in for a, the last forty days, though? Anything interesting? In a,
6: um, yes, I um, I'm in I'm in a battle with the federal government for my my home and my family. Um, yeah,
2: it sounds not good. This sounds not good at all. But aren't you happy it's a bull market? We're wary. Even Sefi is, is doubting today. No. Disbelief. It's happening. No, it's it's happening. Dis- mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> Thank you for sharing your story. It, I'm it, sorry that said Yeah, disbelief is a sin, I think, in our circles, is it not?
2: Thank you for sharing your story, says. It's all right. I'm sorry. It's very brave. It took a long time to tell the story. I'm sorry that nobody cared.
8: Yeah, nobody cared. Nobody sure. cared at all. I had to run to the restroom anyway. <laughs> Everybody took the opportunity to take a break and do something else while I told my story.
4: They went and they went and uh, toasted waffles and got a spoon and put Nutella in their mouths and tightened screws and adjusted picture frames to straighten them with a spirit level. They did everything but talk to you and listen to you. Yeah, my wife just added to the burn. She said, yeah, it's because you're boring.
2: Yeah. Well, that's my lesson
6: learned. Maybe if you went into more detail about his finger, maybe she would have found it more interesting
8: come to think of it there was some dried blood under his fingernails and i wondered how it got there but that becomes relevant in part four of the story yeah this
1: is really a the, the entire problem with this story has really began and ended with the finger
4: that's what i always say
8: do you, do you think
4: uh, romance online is dead
8: yeah yeah no hesitation no hesitation
4: online romance is dead you know why it's dead
8: because you don't know what's real anymore you don't know what people really think yeah you don't I even know a, what they
4: look like when um when ai came out when was it now the the start of ChatGPT, over like, a year ago now. No? yeah yeah i think so well when that came out or um equivalent large language models came out the thought i had was that this is probably the <sighs> Somewhere around that time was the, the last love letter online that was ever sent um, in the sense of the last girl received a letter from a man or a written message from a man where she was absolutely sure that he had written it. That's kind of sad. Like now, yes. you, you, now a girl will never receive anything ever again for the remainder of human history, no matter if that lasts a day or a thousand years, that um, she is completely convinced that the man himself wrote it's it's ended so my illusions were shattered
6: my illusions were completely shattered bruce when i went to the food and drug administration as a student and there was a machine signing letters with holding a pen on behalf of like the the leaders or the 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 bureaucrats of fda the wet ink signature on, on the letters and memos that were being sent out was just like a little machine holding the pen moving at x and y on the paper and i thought oh man i'll never again believe
2: that somebody hand wrote me anything
8: everything is going to be co-piloted by ai forever starting from now so yeah probably um i, I think like if you re- trust is if you really
1: love it. her you should turn the autocorrect off yeah the spell checker all of that maybe even the templates you shouldn't have a template what do you, what is this your wordpress girlfriend
8: have you tried saying to chat at gpt to write rewrite something in the style of douglas adams you know the hitchhikers hitchhiker's guide guy it's very funny bruce doesn't need to i suppose you are right i suppose you don't need a co-pilot do you bruce you operate by candlelight with your your pen your your perfect little quill and you mm. write down real love letters from your heart. You don't use co-pilots in the style of Douglas Adams.
4: It's been really, like, it's been really annoying lately because I've been accused of being ChatGPT loads more and more and more with time. Uh, I wrote like a really long, helpful message to someone a few days ago, and they were like, I love your ChatGPT usage, bro. <laughs> I was like, what? Um, and then I sent them the, there's a good website now where you can analyze whether something is human or not, right? It's like AI detector. I think there's a bunch of them and it detects whether um a large language model would have generated it like Bard or um ChatGPT or Claude or whatever else. And it gives a likelihood. And I sent them my 0% likelihood of AI result and felt really upset.
8: There are a few keywords you can you can look for. One of them that ChatGPT loves is the word testament. Like it uses a word testament almost every time you ask it to write something. You know, like I've never, I've never heard anybody say that unless they are delivering some kind of speech, uh, to a a crowded hall of graduates saying how hard work is a Testament to their fortitude or something.
6: I think it's because like so many people online claim to like love the new Testament and it's probably like in their bio to make them look good. Like make them look pure, you know, like posturing and it's read that word so many times from like dating bios and stuff like that.
8: Possibly, possibly. If you go now and chat GPT and say, write me uh, something that like something bullish about a blockchain that I've invented, it will a hundred percent talk about testaments, testaments to something, I, I completely get like it. their solution,
6: their approach to solving the blockchain trilemma is a testament to the ingenuity of the engineers like something like that yeah
8: exactly exactly like that
2: (sighs) yeah
9: something like that
1: i feel like this is a test what are we in a spelling bee or something you gotta use the word in a sentence
8: i feel like this is a mint it's very refreshing Mm, it's refreshing because you haven't heard bee for so long
2: because i've been busy Perhaps
4: All right, let's move into the shilling section.
8: yeah, here's what would you like to show,
4: and why, cool
8: so uh, yeah, so today I've brought a project. um I really wanted to show this for a long, long, long time. Hmm. uh, wait, what did Gary Gensler just tweet? One second? Uh, one second, uh, somebody just went like, of- oh, oh my God, I' like, oh my God, Gary Gensler. Oh, the SEC government Twitter account was compromised and an unauthorized tweet was posted. The SEC has not approved the listing and trading of spot Bitcoin exchange traded products. What the fuck? Wait, wait, is this real? Oh my God. Oh my God. Are you kidding? Oh, was that that candle? <laughs> that was, was Gary. It's was a fake so Gary post sweet, that candle? It
1: jumped, it jumped to like forty-seven something, and now it's like forty-five four hundred. It's like two thousand. Oh, God! On Bitcoin because of this, is that what it was? We're going to zero.
8: Oh yeah, there's a pay, there's a post sixteen minutes ago. The, the today the SEC grants approval for hashtag Bitcoin B, B Orange B ETFs. For listing on all registered national securities exchanges, the approved Bitcoin ETFs will be subject to ongoing surveillance and compliance measures to ensure continued investor protection. And there's a quote from Gary Gensler of his face. Today's approval enhances market transparency and provides investors with efficient access to digital asset investments within a regulated framework. And it has got his picture, and that's fake. Holy oh, fuck, my asshole. <laughs> Wow,
6: you G- think somebody G- just like G- longed G- that? G- they, they post that and they do like a 200x long yeah. and
4: they just ride away into the sunset. Literally. Hang on. Literally Hang on. that. But, but the, it could be the opposite. The Gary Gensler account could be compromised,
8: not the other one. Oh, yeah. Maybe Gary Gensler's compromised. Maybe Gary, maybe Gary Gensler's is site up and he longed it.
4: Well, maybe the SEC it. longed it. What's easier to compromise, Gary Gensler account or SEC account? Probably Gary account.
6: Whoa, do you see that? Then they shorted the top. Do you see that candle down
8: with their new winnings? They just hit the short button. Fuck my pussy. I'm
4: probably going to buy the dip now. That reach is insane. insane. Uh, Two minutes it went, that that post by Gary. Two minutes, 200k views.
1: Yeah, not just the reach, but just the
8: actual. You love to see it. This is such a joke. This (laughs) industry is such a fucking joke. (laughs) That was a
6: he's a fraudster now my goodness to putting out flat, false signals on the sec account what if they what if they had that post ready in case they couldn't find a way to delay approval anymore oh, and somebody accidentally scheduled it and posted it
8: but they have done it that, that doesn't make sense that post doesn't actually make any sense the orange b hashtag Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag bitcoin like they're not gonna put hashtag bitcoin and you know oh my god right. man this is great do you have uh, the original post or do you screenshot yeah it? well hang on then. oh yeah i should screenshot it yeah
6: you think gary had a personal cell linked and they just did a sim swap on him?
8: <clears throat> possibly wow you'd love to see it um okay cool uh what was i gonna show? oh yeah um this is microcap i found on injective mm. would you like to hear about it
4: oh wait isn't isn't injective a, a fake chain with no real users
8: that's definitely true but you can still make money on it in fact mm. it goes beyond that um i heard that injective was run by a team that already made all their money so because they launched in 2020 and they you know went through a bull market. They already made loads and loads of cash. So all the co-founders are sitting on a tropical island and they pay little boys in India to basically just tweet and like copy other projects. Like, here's a list of L1, layer 1 projects. Copy their
4: tweets. Aside from conventional perceptions of child labor, do you think the, the children want to work or not?
8: Yeah, I think it's good for the, okay, it's good for two reasons. One, the children definitely earn a good living. Like, you know, they can probably take care of their families now. Uh, because Eric is probably overpaying them like 100x what they normally would expect to get paid. So that's good. Mm. Uh, but, and but is also, that out of
4: is that out of generosity, or is it because uh, he fails to understand price discrimination in different failure, demographics?
8: Fa- <laughs> failure to understand. He says it's a global economy, and that in Web3, geography doesn't matter. You should pay everyone for the work they do, and not based on mm. their uh, local uh, fee markets.
4: Do you also feel like the children have grifted him?
8: I think the children probably misrepresented their capabilities. I think the children probably came to him with a 1,000x more than their local uh, minimum wage for like an adult with a a well-paid job. And then they haggled down 10x, Mm -hmm.
4: so it's just 100x. Right. Okay, but but you feel overall that the children are bringing good income to their family. Uh, There's maybe some moral dubiousness in how they've got it from Eric. But in the end, he's contributing what they say they're worth. Um, it's bringing back a positive return, and it's also going to their families. So that's yeah, good. they
8: can afford to do like, like really nice things. They could probably own several cars. They could probably go and like, have a nice sensory experience driving the cars yeah, through the go. car wash, Yeah, oh, um, like, holding a coffee. Like they, could,
5: they
6: could have like um, like four four-wheeled cars or like six of those three-wheeled cars that they have over there.
8: Right. So all of this is very, very good for the the kids. It's good for the economy. It's Mm. good for showing that children can earn their way. Um, You know, we shouldn't look down on them so much with the little hands. They can type up some good tweets.
4: No, I agree. I I also think this idea of like you can't work before 16, 18 is a terrible thing. I think if you ask most children what they would like to do in a situation, especially where their family is fairly poor, it is contribute in some way. And if you also take a survey of adults and try to select for the ones with the most character um, and personality and resourcefulness, you would find that those adults tended to start working earlier than the others, right? They got a taste of the real world early. Um, So I'm like, it's not that I want children to be working very young or forced to work very young. It's just that I can see the advantage of when they do. So I'm, I'm thankful. I'm grateful for Eric for facilitating that.
6: I'll second that. As a father, my, my oldest child. Who's uh, Eric?
4: Uh, Eric Chen is the CEO of Injective. Oh. Which is a, a, a fake wow. $4 billion blockchain. I don't didn't know I've
7: uh, Citizens Don's been up on the speaker panel for quite some time without uh, any kind of welcome. It's like zero well, Citizens,
6: Citizens Don, I, I was about to uh, share a, a fatherly story. And I was cut off by Coach Bruce, and then yourself.
4: Um, so now I won't share it, citizens. Don, I I blame Seffi for asking me a question. Oh, that's true. It was Seffi too who cut off. It was like a triple cut off. Well, how about we just blame Sefi and then you tell your story. Yeah, let's do that. I was just going. I was just going to say, Sefi,
6: look in your PO box for your copy of Who's Who in the Cosmos Ecosystem of grifters. And that should have the name Eric in there with a, the with a bio of him of up until like 2020 when he retired from Injective. And then I was saying that, and alongside to support what you said, Bruce, the, the thing that made my, my oldest child like the proudest this year was going for a few days with a family friend to help sell things at an expo. That gave, that gave my child like more self-confidence than like anything in the world. They were handling money. They were doing something that was actually useful. They don't want to go back to school. They don't want to learn like geometry and algebra and all that stuff. They want to have their hands always on like a uh, like a pottery wheel and, and and making things with their hands exactly. and drawing and creating, you know. And none of this, none of the crap they actually have to do in school. I wish that that we still like could apprentice somebody at like age 12, because then by the time the- my child was 20.
1: They would be like an artisan, you know? They younger. can like strip down a car or something.
4: Younger, we need to, we need to bring back the, the time where you send a, a child off to be the apprentice of a, an old artisan, a true expert, a carpenter or something. And they come swords.
8: back. Swords, <clears throat> making swords,
4: hammering yeah, the steel. Any, any, any sort of physical thing. And then they would have the hands of the camel trader guy uh, by the time they're 15.
8: Yeah so overall I'd like to shill a coin on injective uh and I found it is a micro cap. and uh all of the things we just talked about are relevant <clears throat> but not super relevant to the coin. Okay. Um I sorry I produce phlegm in my throat when I try and bring conversations back to the starting points. It's it sounds um, like
4: autoimmune phlegm.
8: Yeah, it's definitely that. Uh it's some some kind of like response some kind of T cell uh Response to
4: um, sounds like a, fighting a this sounds like a T cell cascade,
8: yeah. Uh, pr- pretty much, pretty much that. Um, so this coin is called Autism. Have you guys heard about this? Really, this coin,
1: yeah, in front of like uh people with certain mental yes.
8: yes, that's why I bought into it because I saw that and I immediately knew that whoever had made it was making a crude joke at the expense of autistic people. And I really relate to it. I relate to that a lot. So I I went and I hit by as fast as I could. Um, It seems to have gone sideways since I bought in. I think I'm early. I found it this morning at about 9 o'clock. And now it's 10.30 PM here in the Alps. So yeah, let me just see uh,
2: who's just DMing me one second.
1: Oh, I'll wait till he finishes checking his DMs.
8: OK, great. Uh, I've checked my DMs. Uh, Coach Bruce, would you like to talk about um,
4: this? No, I'd like to hear from you what it is.
8: Oh, OK. Um. So yeah, let me just open it and take a look at this. Right. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is interesting. So basically, what Coach Bruce has sent me is a link to a website. And it's reminded me of all the reasons why autism is great, because I remember reading this before and agreeing to it. Um, So it's basically a website that explains that when you give the autism token to someone special, you say it in your heart. And you say the words, I cherish your presence in my life so i am making you autistic let's all stop for a moment and just think about that for a moment in a lot of ways autism is a trojan horse for a new kind of spirituality on the internet so in many ways autism is also the first neurodivergence maximalist proof of virtue consensus gift culture high priestess on chain karma coin which is created as a tokenized virus of love, akin to the contagion of 1994 superstition email chains. There were a few of those that
6: were supposed to launch in the last cycle, but they didn't make it out the gate. This is the only one I know of that actually mastered the
4: technology and has come to market. Right.
8: Everyone's name, been trying name,
4: since Name one other.
2: Name Was this engineered other?
4: by Big Pharma? Name one other proof of virtue consensus coin. I can't even think of
8: a single one, which successfully went to market. They were, always they fail. they
6: were in the pre-naming phase where they just had like uh, serial numbers, like prototype serial numbers,
4: like X0444. There, there were many. There were many that raised on Crunchbase and AngelList uh, and they were backed by y, y Combinator, but none got to market.
8: Exactly. Um, y Combinator has seen like, I think, five to 600 different pitch decks all built around this concept. And they always make the promise at Y Combinator. They sit down and they say, look, if you enroll and you come in here, you're always gonna leave in a better position than when you came in. You're always gonna leave with a better pitch deck and more high opportunities, lots of opportunities to raise and to start your business. But every single fucking time they come out of that thing and the pitch deck is dog shit. They just make it worse and that's because Y Combinator doesn't understand proof of virtue consensus at all, and they should quit. And never will. And that's why Silicon Valley Bank went down. Silicon Valley Bank went down because Y Combinator, basically, if, if nobody knows what Y Combinator is, uh, I'll put it this way. When you go in there as a startup, A lot of people will tell you, this is a really great chance. You know, you you should take it. It's great. You're going to meet lots of great people and think about businesses and breaking things and moving fast. What they actually make you do is dig the deepest hole that you possibly can. So they give you a spade and they say, "You here's a spot. Have you chosen the spot to dig? And you say, yes, we think this is the right spot to dig. Have you asked your customers if this is the right spot to dig? You say, yes. They say, well, God damn it. Dig as deep as you fucking can. And you just keep digging and digging and digging in one spot forever and the odds of you striking gold are very very low but they hire 100 people to dig holes do you see so y combinator now have 100 people digging holes and now the chances that somebody in their batch of projects will strike gold and now you understand the business model of y combinator hire one guy to dig a hole dig a hole as deep as he can he's very unlikely to make any money Hire a thousand people to dig holes as deep as they can, and one of them will strike gold, and then you can become rich. But Here's, ninety-nine people how won't. What autism do you have? This is really important. This is really, really important for everybody to understand.
1: Let me continue to Wait, explain. How much autism, you have, or
8: well, I, I think I'll, about- I'll let you know. I'll let you know my t- percentage of equity uh, at the end of the presentation. Um. Where was I? Ah, yes. Autism is an eternal golden braid connecting everyone in crypto. That means you, Sefi. That means me. That means Grin. It means Coach Bruce and nobody else in this current Uh, speaking panel. I like being included for once. Autism is a superior biological hardware for the future. That is unfairly supercharged when paired with spiritual software autism rejects the banality of crypto as mere money viewing it as a technological accelerant for the transmission of beautiful ideas behaviors and love proof of virtue efficiently inverts greed greed dominated holder distributions by placing the power in the hands of the most loving playful creative and truthful individuals the result of all of that is the highest organic girl density of any project in
4: crypto can you describe what girl density is uh in terms of a a one meter by one meter by one meter cube yeah okay so let's imagine
8: that you are in a cube that is 10 meters by 10 meters by 10 meters we're going to use like scaling here um if you were to compare if you were to fill that cube made out of uh glass it's a glass cube a little bit like Maybe it's suspended over the Thames
4: River. So give, give the total volume, just for, for reference.
8: <laughs> that would be a thousand. So you're gonna like cubed. put like a thousand
4: girls in there and then like the cube by like. The factor well, the, the of reason the NX. reason I, used, I the reason I used a one meter cube is so you didn't have to do the multiplication. It's a thousand meters cubed Wouldn't inside the, the ten by ten by a ten? Like like a like a mess. Well, hang on. This is why I use a bigger one. You can fit people yeah. in it. Okay. with all due respect, you're good at some things, but not maths. Let us do it. Thank you. Thank you, Coach Bruce.
8: When I asked Sefi for, I wanted to get leg extension surgery, I wanted him to sh- break my shin bones and extend my legs. I, he said, how, how far? I said, well, maybe like you know, like 20 centimeters. That was quite a lot. And he, you know what he did? He extended my legs a mm. full 20 meters long. And I woke up, and I, yeah. <laughs> I looked down, and it was these long noodles. I told you it was a said, stupid
1: what, operation. You wouldn't listen. That's I said, really how bad. did you do this? I
4: don't um, know.
8: uh, It's all kicking off with this Gary Gensler. So he didn't—he
4: didn't didn't wait for the bone to form in the gaps. No, it's all like a a large rod.
6: Anyway, well, he's—he's—he's a lung doctor, so you know it's like an outsider art type thing where you get somebody who really wasn't part of the establishment and has wild ideas and a creative spirit and a twinkle in his eye, and he comes in
1: and suddenly he's starting a whole new trend. I think that Seppi brought that energy with him when he dealt with your okay, leg Zara. noodles. Sarah, mm. would you know? Would you? might would you have any problem with living in a one meter by one meter by one meter glass cube?
10: No, not at all.
1: Because that's what Can we've designed for you. All right, like, the
10: thing is, he just needs to have some fairy lights. It's got a it's got a little fairy lights in there, and the batteries work. The box. Anyone would be happy. Yeah.
4: Oh. I found the truth out about Cephi by asking him lateral thinking questions. Do you want to know one of them? Go on, please. One of the questions was there's a boat that is floating in a lake. Uh, the, the hole is secure and sealed. There's, there's no leaks anywhere. It's floating in a lake. Off the side of the boat is a ladder. The ladder extends down into the water and has six rungs. The, the water level rises by uh, six meters. And each rung of the ladder is 50 centimeters. How many rungs are concealed by the new water level? So I told Sefi this, and he said the whole boat would be underwater, which makes no sense, right? Because a boat floats. This is the kind of thing that Sefi can't solve.
9: Sounds perfect for a bunch of tests in this room.
6: Was the boat, like, anchored to the sea floor no is that, that a, was never specified
4: okay. it was specified very clearly that it floats
6: if it was never specified then Seffi would be free to assume it if he liked as part of a solution QED. No,
4: it was specified very strongly that it floated on the water but this is the kind of thing like it's it's lateral thinking right you have to assume the flotation of the boat sefi got obsessed with the ladder and working out exactly how much coverage there would be forgetting the most obvious factor
5: Um, if the boat was
6: floating laterally laterally then it it, part of it would probably be sunk sinking in the water
8: i like prime numbers and i'm going to give away denominated in prime numbers amounts of autism token to everybody in the audience who sends me their Inj wallet addresses unfortunately someone will have to send me some inch gas because i don't have any inch gas so somebody needs to send me some um, but then mm. i'll denominate I'll but what i'll do is i'll list you out alphabetically and then i'll list the prime numbers alphabetically and i'll send you uh maybe the prime numbers up to like 100 trillion and then i will send you uh, uh amounts of autism denominated based on that
4: uh, can you uh, can you focus though i was only deconstructing sophie's mathematical ability so we can go back to your box okay
8: uh oh yeah so you were asking okay so the girl density using your analogy of the meter by a meter by a meter cube so I, i'm just gonna ab- abstract away the complexity of this for a moment i want you all to imagine a 10 meter by 10 meter by 10 meter cube which is large enough to fit multiple people inside now you don't have to think um, about like crapping a human.
1: i don't know what a meter is ears what you do yeah you definitely know what a meter is no well, sometimes it's helpful to use
6: like hefner's law where he derived how many women can fit into a one meter by one meter, one by one meter cube with just him. And you just have to use that, but you sort of factor out the Hefner.
8: You can only fit in. like 0.4. A meter is a,
6: it's a slutty
2: yard.
8: Right. And a hectare is nothing Don't worry to do about with that. them.
4: But, but like the, the important thing is here, is what is gold density and, and why does it matter <sighs> as a KPI? A yeah,
8: KPI, yeah. OKRs okay, and KPIs. So basically, um, the girl density is important as a KPI for the autism project because in most projects, women are repulsed. They either see it as like gambling with the boys, like in the same way that they look at crypto or they look at um, horse racing or they look at NASCAR or something like that, like the boys standing and watching the cars and betting on which one will go fastest, or they see a bunch of sweaty, horrible computer science nerds who all drink Mountain Dew, and et cetera, et cetera. So what you need to do is you need to create a project which allows and facilitates a greater girl density than the average crypto project, which is zero. But it's 0.0, no, 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 it's so like tiny, you can't even see, like, it's, you just round it to zero, it's just, like, tiny. Um, you want to find something of at least 0.3 to 0.4 girl density. That's pretty good. That's pretty that's actually outstanding for a crypto project. So um and this is that totally explains. different.
6: This is totally different from the phenomena at the top of a market or just after the top of a market where suddenly there are like female only groups doing like crypto type things, like sitting around and chatting and all buying a piece of bitcoin around the table as they bite their
1: little tapas. It's totally different phenomena yeah, because those those tend to exclude between, men. There's a different ex- bear market girl and a bull market girl
4: yes you're saying well yeah and also a lot of the later women come as a result of the the inflow of attention and also because men who have too much money as a result of not taking profit and buying too many nfts end up gifting it gifting it to them and that's their way in but Um, a lot of those women it's not an early organic desire to come
5: a lot
6: of those women have no no desire no interest in intermingling with any kind of like web3 male at all like it's all like females only. Type of a thing. They make NFTs just for females to represent females. And it, it's really actually exclusive. Whereas um, this token that Ears is talking about actually fools the women into relating to the Web3 male. It's bizarre. I, I think it's some of the imagery
10: that really draws them in.
4: How about here yeah. from an actual female?
10: I think this sort of talk, Spicket, this is what actually reduces the girl density. It sort of makes it sound like you have to lure and trap women in, like in a big mouse traps for cheese and glue and stuff. And you know, it's just, it's it's disrespectful. It makes women repulsed. I had five friends here behind me, and they were all just about to increase the girl density, and now they said this guy's involved. No way. I'm not going near here with a t- near him with a ten foot bloody pole, so yeah. Well done, well yeah, done. Yeah, yours
1: does this to girls.
10: No, wow. no, no. no. Pick it.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it. me. That's okay.
6: Like I, I, have my, I have my female Green. repulsor on, like at all times. Yeah. Is that That's why you block citizens? Don's are.
10: Yeah, you got calling stuff on my posts.
4: What do you Um, want me to say? uh, It was annoying. (laughs) When when Grin Spickett talks, I imagine like little elf slave beings uh, put on some kind of MC Escher staircase going round and round forever. I also imagine those like the the Saw movie traps, like the things put on people's heads and also mouse traps, like very sophisticated, unnecessarily cruel mouse traps that rather than just like crushing the mouse instantly with a, a, a wire or something like that on its neck, they instead take it through a series of pipes before eventually crushing it after about a five-minute ordeal of, of maze finding. Um, I agree with you completely, Zara. It needs to stop.
6: One of my uh, biggest ordeals this year was trying to catch a mouse. And uh, it was really awful. It was climbing up and down inside my kitchen cabinets like a ninja. Like it literally was going like inside the drawers that were hanging. So it must have kind of like wall jumped like Chun-Li, like up the side of the, inside of the cabinet. And then it went inside and it was pooping all over our, like a Ziplocs and Ziplocks aren't cheap. We had a nice, my wife had bought like a Ziploc organizer and there were Ziplocks all in it. It pooped all over that. And then it ate into a bag of vitamins that my wife had. And I think that's when it gained the superpowers. So I set up like gl- glue traps for it. And the glue traps were, um, were set around the kitchen. And I woke up like the, the next day and the glue trap was like hanging from the crack of a cabinet with like a little bit of hair ripped, stuck on it. Still like half the glue trap was sucked into this crack. that was probably maybe a centimeter. And then the rest was still hanging out. Um, so I had, so I put down like a traditional like metal spring trap and I went, I had to go out of town for a few days. And when I came back, that spring trap was gone. It was just gone and I couldn't figure out, like where it was or what happened to it. I looked everywhere. I looked inside the cabinets. You know, there's poop everywhere. I had to throw out probably $100 of stuff because the, the mice where I am can have Hanta virus. So you don't want to be like eating that poop or anything or even breathing it in. So I just had to write off and quarantine some of the drawers of, of, this, of the kitchen. Green, are you talking about
8: then... eating poop again?
6: Yes, but for good reason, because it's a lesson on what not to do with Hanta-infected mice. Possibly how to affect it so and then so I didn't know where this trap was until like like a week or two later, um uh in the process of of the government stripping me of of my home, um had to uh we, we got our alarm system taken down off the wall, and uh i I looked down underneath like the thermostat, and the mouse was there like with the trap attached, it had somehow like run across three rooms. Attached to the trap, this vitamin powered mutant mouse. And so, no, I I didn't ever want to be cruel to it, Bruce. Like, no, it wasn't the saw like mentality. You know, mice didn't really do anything to me on purpose. It was just that I didn't want any of us to eat haunted poo on accident or
2: otherwise. So, uh, did anyone see the
1: SEC thing? Have we already covered that? Yep just before you came in god that's <laughs> fucking hilarious i'm sorry i, I just I, I came in to hear
6: you and bruce riffing on that so um yeah it was, it was quite entertaining god fucking idiots but what you got was poo. you came <laughs> for that riff but you got Hantapoo. yes i did yeah
2: which is <laughs> perfect it, it, it sounds about right yeah we keep running around for strange stories
8: It looks like the, uh, the SEC account posted just like ticker BTC, um, before, and then they said, Hmm, I have more time. I'm going to post something longer and more stupid hashtag BTC with the, the orange B <laughs> like, I love it. It's uh it's brilliant. It's
6: all sigh up Now they have justification. They guess say, look at how subject to market ma- manipulation BTC is. It's unsafe for us to offer a spot a change. People need to, uh, People
8: need to uh, keep using the perfectly safe uh, futures uh, ETF for who's Bitcoin. Gonna, and- I, I'm wondering who's going to watch the SEC now, as they've just clearly done some market manipulation. Zara, what are your what's your take on the macro macroeconomic situation with the SEC approving the ETF, but then denying that it was them? Uh, Zara, what are your thoughts on this development?
10: Well, I wanted to ask you all a question, actually, um, get some of your expert thoughts on this. Is it to do with like the tunnels? Because, you know, like the Jews in the tunnels. Yeah. Is this related? Because it seems like it could be related. The fact that, Ooh, you know, they were unearthed and then this just happens to, oh, it was an accident. Oh, no, it wasn't. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it just seems a little bit fishy. My My nose, I'm sniffing around. You know what I mean? It I think it was different? the
8: Jews. Yeah.
10: No, okay. I'm not saying it's the Jews. I'm just wondering if it's related. You know, maybe something was going on in the tunnels that related to the SEC. Do Do you know what I mean? I there think the Jews ma- are probably all related.
4: Found. There were mattresses found in the tunnels.
10: Do you think they were using them to?
2: Play they were stained in the mattresses. Found?
10: They might have just been on a Twitter space. Maybe they went into the tunnels to go on Twitter spaces. That's and it. Eat, 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 eat. Maybe, they didn't,
6: maybe they didn't want to pay the union to remove the mattresses. I think that there's all kinds of weird rules in the Northeast where like, you can't do certain types of work yourself. You have to get somebody from the union. They had all these mattresses to dispose of. Maybe, maybe there'd been some flooding or, or something. I well, heard that they were, uh, one, they were one character for on each mattress for their whole password and the people pulling the mattresses out were able to reconstruct the
9: SEC's password and tweet. That seems, that seems likely. It's plausible. Yeah, that's a good point. But I, I think it's all staged, you know? This is not a possible thing. Somebody hacks SEC's Twitter and posts these things easy way. SEC is something using like market manipulation. They are famous for the market manipulations. And this Twitter post is kind of part of this. I think so this you know, this he the, the,
1: the government Twitter account um, maybe had a a long position, posted something, and then it pumps, and then he exits.
9: Yeah, absolutely. They are famous for these market manipulations, and you are already see. Yes, they are, and this is a staged drama. You know, this money is not from the America, absolutely not, and the. Um, whole BTC money you can see hardly the 10% or 15% money coming from the United States and the 85% money is like others like it's whole international money and the SEC holding the power to control this like $1 trillion of fund in the BTC so anything can
2: happen So you, you admit to doing it then?
9: Yes, I think they are trying to hijack these BTC things, and this whole WIT spot ETF, it's not going to create some big impact at all.
2: <clears throat> Why do you people always have to talk about crypto? So what do you say? We could talk about communism instead.
7: I would like to talk about Coach Bruce's cubes. Citizen's Dawn has been doing some deep investigations. Deep investigations
4: into autism. Zara, in so are you still there? Or was that a wave of just like friendliness?
10: I was just waving, just like to support it. Ah. Yeah.
4: Do you have any? Are you are you location docs, Zara, or do you keep your location private?
10: I'm location. Um...
4: Vague location doxed, yeah. Like yeah. Co- like your your coast doxed, but yeah, am
10: You know enough about the coast, you know where I am. Mm.
4: Do you have like okay? So one thing I I really enjoyed when I was younger was the idea of tunnels. Like and, and this Jew thing has brought it all back. Uh, I used to be obsessed with uh, planning to construct tunnels between me and my friends' houses. Like I I I draw up blueprints and things, and I'd work out where to to dig the hole down (laughs) and -hmm. then i loved reading about um escapes like prisoner prisoner of war escapes from uh german camps or other camps um around the world and the stories and the movies around that and things like escape from alcatraz although i don't think that was a tunnel um it was just like through the walls um but i used to love those stories and i used to also used to love um stories and visiting smugglers tunnels in the uk coast like did you know every village within about five ten miles of the coast in the uk at least the south coast has a smugglers tunnel and has had for Mm. like the last 500 years um are there any smugglers tunnels near you zara
10: yeah yeah it's known for it it's like there's it's like they do like boat trips around the caves, and then, I don't know about the tunnels, I know there are tunnels, but they don't, I think they've just hidden them up, they've covered them up, but um, they also have like these, they have certain um, what are they called, like decorations for roofs and stuff, if you're like friendly to smugglers, they would have like a fish decorating the house or pirate, something, and pirate flag yeah, I a little pirate flag dangling out the window um there's also like three restaurants in my town called The Smugglers. So I guess you could consider that a type of tunnel. Um, There's probably a tunnel in the back. But yeah, it's amazing.
4: Mm. What else famous um, The famous tunnel? There's the prison escape tunnels, are really funny. I think one of the most uh, famous recent ones was the the El Chapo prison escape in Mexico, right? They, they managed to dig him out of like some high security prison. Um, with like a, a mile, mile and a half. Uh, did you see the video of that? It is really interesting. He just like walks behind a wall and disappears. And um, the prison guards like looked in the morning and found out that he disappeared through a hole, which led to a tunnel. Um, and the tunnel was about a mile, a mile and a half long with a track and a motor car on top of it. <laughs> they got him out that way. But the, the interesting thing was that the his team or um, his accomplices had dug this tunnel from some sort of a factory or warehouse or how I think it was a house actually like a house in a local village directly under his cell like within millimeters and then um, he just cracked the floor tiles to get through Fucking crazy and they found him again
8: you love to see it it's like Minecraft except real
4: really really interesting accuracy and stuff shame they found him again um, and then one of my other th- really amazing uh tunnel things is the, <laughs> the 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 William Burrow Schmidt tunnel in um i, I not where it was man. i remember I this, this. Story before can you remember he where it was just kept went? going it was
8: like um I, I i thought about nevada or something is it out that way i can't remember it's like where he just kept digging and he had no reason he just decided one day he was just
4: going to keep going yeah let me I mean, just find like, out where it is oh it's in california okay Southern California, uh, Mojave Desert.
7: Um, I can't believe um, nobody here wants to hear about Citizens Dawn's uh, enormous investigation that could maybe blow the
5: lid.
2: Why don't you make
10: it all about yourself? We're having a conversation about tunnels. We're not talking about Citizens Dawn. It has nothing to do do with
7: the tunnels, Zara. It has everything to do with it.
10: Okay, if it has everything to do with the tunnels, then go on, tell the story, and do it in like 10 seconds, because we don't want to just hear no, you no, yap. No, no,
7: no, no. Citizens Dawn will not share his breaking news anymore. Uh, his feelings have been hurt.
4: Okay. Zara, don't you think that Citizens Dawn sounds like sort of an older brother of Aniki? <laughs> I
10: forgot about Aniki. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But you just never know it could be a ai voice modification sort of you know you never know what the kids are up to these days with their ai
4: mm. is do you find it weird that one of my favorite person one of my favorite people ever is that that william Schmidt guy the guy who dug the tunnel
8: uh, you do bring him up a lot but i i do kind of understand the uh, the fascination of somebody just giving up on just like pure
4: uh i think it's fascinating
8: impulsive sort of like on a dime he pivoted his entire life to digging this tunnel for no discernible reason there's no like logical reason why you'd want to dig this tunnel how long was it it was like
4: he he was going for like years and years and
8: years right like
4: he um so the, the story of this guy is I've forgotten what he, what he even did. I think he, he worked as, what did he work as? I can't remember. He had, he had some job in a town or whatever. I think he was doing physical stuff, but nothing particularly strenuous. Um, and then he lived, he lived in a, a town near a desert, near the Mojave Desert. Um, one day he had a like a, a daydream or some sort of um, like a revelation where he heard God whisper in his, in his mind, in his heart, whatever, that he must start digging a tunnel. Um, the next day he went and got tools, hand tools, like a chisel um, and whatever else, a drill, I suppose, whatever else you use to, to manually drill into a solid rock, solid granite um, with hand tools. And he just began digging the tunnel. Um, the interesting thing was that he, he carried on uh, digging this tunnel about eight hours a day for the next 29 years. and never stopped and the tunnel went nowhere Um, eventually I think after about two decades of of digging the tunnel eventually broke through to some kind of plateau um, which overlooked like part of the desert but the plateau had no purpose at all wasn't near any gold deposits had no purpose Um, it simply like took you from one side of the mountain to the other and came out some random plateau. Uh, but I, I just like love the story because he just like had a revelation, had a sort of a, an urge or believed it was the right thing to do and then spend the next 29 years digging. <laughs> it's just like it's one of the most ridiculous things ever. Um, but I really like it. I think there's a, a complete absence of people who do similar things these days who just trust like their inner. I I don't know what it is like a like a calling or something hit him and he just did it he just like thought god wants me to do this i'm going to do it doesn't matter like if there's logic or not doesn't matter if there's some higher economical purpose or not doesn't matter if it's half my life or not he just like went for it and never ever questioned it i thought that was just a beautiful thing
2: kind of like citizens mm-hmm. dawn's investigation his dogged
7: investigation
10: what I was just going to say, too many bloody snowflakes these days. I don't see anyone digging tunnels anymore.
4: Well, like, when do you see somebody have a, an urge or a revelation or believe they, they're called by God to do something and and just, like, devote their whole life to it, never question it? You never see just, it. Yeah.
8: These bloody kids can't even decide if they're a boy or a girl, let alone have conviction to dig a tunnel for 29 years. That's what I say. very true, mate.
4: I think the other part of it is like um in on some level, everyone is digging a tunnel right like we're we're all digging a tunnel through reality uh and we're imagining it has meaning in some way, like some people are digging tunnels of careers, other people are digging tunnels of like i don't know, maybe maybe Sephi in his hospital or whatever, um other people are artists and and he just like he sort of digs the tunnel in the most obvious manner possible <laughs> right without without sugarcoating it with like philosophical meaning or some purpose or whatever he just straight digs the tunnel um and it it sort of reveals like the I don't know it's like the equality of human life like we all will drop dead in the end right like what does it really matter uh which tunnel we dig and maybe it does matter in some ways um but there's something sort of sobering about his tunnel digging it's like he's he's doing what all of us are doing but in the most possible but in the most like obvious possible way (laughs) <laughs> it's like it's like you can see through the meaning because it is a tunnel. Whereas with the rest of us, we sort of that, in, like in the I meaning. stepped
1: into like a hamster wheel and just started walking on it, and uh, powering my house with it, and doing it for my entire life.
4: Yeah, I, I mean, even that would be a little bit more obvious, right? Even that you could argue is, is saving energy or something. Yes. Hey, I
9: just want to. I just want to mention: ACC just said they are going to investigate on this matter, and the. Subject of the market manipulations. So you can see, it's uh, Bikram, all that was staged. An hour ago, nobody cares anymore. That was a, that was yep. a while back.
7: Nobody cares. <laughs> it, yep. it is all staged, man. Yep, nobody cares. We're having a deep spiritual conversation, Bikram, about Citizen's Dawn and his dog investigation.
8: I'm walking backwards and forwards in the snow outside, and I've made a nice flat bit. that's really flat now. Because I've been walking backwards and forwards, pacing on my Twitter space uh, because I'm too loud if I'm inside. And my wife said, if you're on that fucking Twitter space again, you better go and do it outside so I can fucking sleep. So I'm pacing backwards and forwards and digging my own little tunnel right now just for a little bit with my friends. But I do like what you said coach which is that everybody's digging their own tunnel it's just you tell yourself the story that this tunnel is really worthwhile
4: that everyone everyone has some sort of story about what they're doing with their time they're they're like constructing some kind of meaning in their head about like the worthwhileness of what they're doing and let's face it like 99 percent of humanity are doing pretty fucking boring shit like ascending up career ladders spending their time talking to boring people like there's nothing really happening (laughs) <laughs> just like he's um he's taken what everyone is doing or almost everyone is doing and and done it in plain sight in a in a much more noble way i think like i i think he is above like 99.99999% of humanity in terms of like the courage to pursue a calling um and to do something despite the judgment or the the apparent lack of logic or whatever i i think he's i don't know like a weird a weird personal hero i remember reading that story for the first time when i was like a, a teenager or something and i just like was really captivated by it i'm like that that's like a hero <laughs> sounds kind of ridiculous i thought you were um, talking about citizen's daughter moment uh I, I don't know if hero is the right word but there's there's some quality in that right like it's i, I think you can you can admire qualities in people uh without having to sort of worship them or simp for them or something and there's some quality in that that tunnel digging guy that is really profound and like really extreme um that i think is is just like good for anyone to have like virtuous or something like somebody worthy of some kind of award definitely definitely worthy of autism tokens um and and just you never you never hear anything like that just, just absolute devotion to a, a calling at a particular moment in time that might have only been 10 seconds in his mind. Yeah, I think yeah. the, only, yeah. the only other time you see things like that is, is um, religious conversion sometimes. Um, like I went to India, all across India, to different um, caves and ashrams and uh, visited supposed holy people and stuff. And sometimes you would speak to their followers and you would ask, like, how did you come to be here? Um, and they was, would say things like, I sat with ex guru and he looked at me and I knew he was God.
2: And I've been here ever since.
9: That was not racist. What?
2: It's kind of racist, you know?
9: sorry. You target- yes, you're targeting India like from starting from this space. Yeah. Um, yes, for makes- making really- sense. Yes, you are, you know, it's a kind of racist. I just want to
10: make it racist to talk about India. Like what's racist here?
7: I thought it was racist to talk about the SEC, to be honest. Why are we so focused on, uh, the white people and the Americans, uh, securities and exchange? Why, why,
4: why, why are you all so weird? We're talking about the autism token today, not the retard token. But anyway, I liked, I I really liked uh, when they told me that they looked in the guru's eyes and they just knew they should stay there for life. Um, Because like the, the description in time is about 10 seconds of time where they had some sort of inner feeling or maybe it was like a feeling of divinity or something, or maybe being understood perfectly or seen perfectly or something. And that one moment of time was like a portal that that changed their life forever. And then they just sat at the, the feet of the guru for the next 10 years or something. I've heard this sort of thing a lot. Um, it reminded me a lot of like the, the William Schmidt tunnel thing. Um, I think one reason I, I really like that kind of thing is because I don't think I have it in me to, to ever experience it. Um, it's like, I'm too, too zoomed out. Even if I had an experience that seems sort of profound or, divine in some way, I would sort of imagine I could produce it with my brain or um, that it could be interpreted in other ways, right? Or if I had a a revelation that I should dig a tunnel, I I would find myself laughing at the revelation as well as maybe doing it. Like I wouldn't be able to fully buy into it ever. Um, So when you meet people who have these like momentary revelations or callings and they just follow them, it's it's something, I don't know, like intrigues me in an interesting way because I don't think I'm capable of it. Yeah, it's
8: just that extreme conviction. Just like single mindedness.
4: (laughs) Uncanny for like I think I think women sometimes have it about men. Uh they're like he's the one, you know what I mean? Like this kind of thing. I'm gonna pursue him to the end of the earth. Uh I've never experienced that. No. No. You you described your relationship more transactionally as a sort of a a building game theory transaction of of assets and and sexual assets
8: plus EV, minus EV actions. Everything I do is calculated on a spectrum of, is this going you to you were, increase?
4: You are optimizing for the mother-in-law's assets.
8: Right, exactly. Unfortunately, I have discovered that her mother-in-law has now been secretly seeing a French, this is true, <laughs> an, an older French gentleman for 10 years and had a secret family. Uh, so now the inheritance is scuppered.
4: Is that actually true? In,
8: yeah, it's actually true. And I won't be inheriting Wait, her. She-
4: but is she in, married? In back. Is she married now, or was this a or divorce? Oh, now? She,
8: no, I mean she's still like, like they're not uh not married. But it's it's like not secret. It's, it was like the husband. The husband died originally, and then um, like like a long time ago, like twenty years, and now she's like had secret guy. Like he he was driving the bus. <laughs> and uh now they uh uncovered like she's been seeing like the grandkids and the other like for his family and all this stuff is like crazy. Um so anyway, yeah. So but but yeah, she's got she's got real estate, so I'm probably gonna see much, mm. much less of that now than I would have otherwise, which is terrible.
4: But do you have any suspicion that your your now wife has Machiavellian second family genetics as a result of all this? Could be. Could be. I'm not sure what she inherited from all of this. I'm gonna have to investigate deeper.
10: So did the mum keep it silent the whole time and it just came out now by accident? Like what, what did she well, have to lose? So,
8: um, they were suspicious, like, because she'd been like talking on her phone to this bloke. They knew that there was like a bloke, like somewhat involved, but then, uh, yeah, they were like, okay, you know, we're going to meet this guy. It's been like 10 years. What's going on? Like introduce us. It turns out he's, she's been just like, like seeing like this the whole family for the last 10 years and uh, never spoke about any of it to anybody and get uh, this big secret. So it's, um, yeah. Anyway, that's, um, that's interesting. That's what's going on over here. Uh, my grandfather's that
1: uh, uh, grandfather disappeared, uh, never to be seen or heard from again.
8: Oh shit. Where was he last seen?
1: Like, I don't know. Like it was, it was uh, around the time I was born and, um, I know that he just was uh, he just quite literally disappeared but nobody I've asked has been able to tell me um, that they have any idea where he went
10: it's
8: crazy sorry Zara's question is probably more important
10: I was going to say Sefi do you think he came to visit you and then you accidentally sucked in his soul into your little baby mouth and then you was I was 10. going to ask
4: the same question.
10: I
1: won't rule that out, but like, I don't think so. Don't
4: how know. how old was when he disappeared?
1: Um, it must have been his. Uh, let me think. Um, must have been like late sixties, early yeah, late sixties. I would say. Do you think
4: it's possible that he could have been a, a watcher? Like, like envision him as as the watcher, the man who comes and sees you every few years at a distance and somehow gives you clues or interesting data that could help your life? Oh. um Like, slips information about a certain stock through your door that seems like a coincidence, but he's actually placed it to help you. Oh, you think
1: that's maybe he's pushed along my progress? Do you think he could have been uh. a, a secret guy <laughs> somehow? I don't think so. Um I I think he just simply just disappeared. And, and we don't really know like did he go run off somewhere or what. He had uh, quite a large family
2: too. Don't know what what happened to him.
1: Well, speaking of like single-minded Like single-minded individuals that do strange things. That was definitely one of them.
7: We're pretty sure he wasn't kidnapped or anything. I think he left. You know, in India, uh, it's common practice, let's say, for a householder uh, to go about uh, learning as much as he can as a youth. Uh, Then he goes, uh, you know, once he gets all of his knowledge, he then uh, ventures to uh, raise a family uh, and uh, raise the family well and teach his kids and then uh you know take care of the wife and and then uh, ultimately uh prepares himself for uh you know the end which would be like uh, separation and just like kind of wandering off it's like a third and a third and a third of, of different lives It could have been that uh, your grandfather was a secret yogi
1: Yeah, it's possible. Maybe he disappeared to some kind of... He pulled a Bruce and maybe went to become a monk or something. A little stranger at that age, though, I would think. Unless he knew something. like Maybe he was dying of something and he decided to go and do who knows what. I don't know. It's weird. Do he have any uh, military intelligence links or anything? Mm-hmm. No, I don't think so. He couldn't have been deleted, well, you know realistically, I didn't know him enough. I didn't know him, so like I don't really know. I guess it's possible
9: possible, hey, I just want to say my grandfather is ninety five years old and he's not dying and does he, he, does, he hate, does he hate the s e c too no he do he don't hate he like holding some land, and that value is kind of like $1.5 million, you know, dollar worth. And if he die, so we can sell this land and live a happy life. But he's 96 years old, and he's still not dying. You can take my grandfather if you want, or missing. So you're trying to get him to die. <laughs> what do you say?
1: You're trying to make sure he dies, so you can get your money. Yeah, absolutely. He's ninety-six years old. <laughs> yeah. Um, you wouldn't
9: think of like maybe doing him in early, would you? No, absolutely not. No, you know, a few people are 96 years old and still not dying, you know. That's terrible, you know. Yeah, so you're telling um, me you'll be you'll be
1: rich or like maybe the other kids will get more money than you? Does no, he hate you or lie. only like does he only hate you or does he hate all the kids? because no, otherwise why would he live this long why would he live this long? i, yes, I don't know man he i am the i am the he grandson you. he hates you that's why uh, no autism
2: tokens for him okay
7: i have a very strange experience uh i can tell you about my grandfather uh, my grandfather when he was older um he was passing away he was, uh, he was in a wheelchair and all this. He was getting sicker and sicker. Uh, and I had this like kind of metaphysical connection with him. Like I was speaking to him. Uh, as he was still alive, he was still alive. But um, it was like I was having this conversation with him in my mind. Uh, and he was poised uh, for this dilemma that he was faced with, that he was confronted with. And uh, it was like he was offered something, uh, offered something uh, before that might uh, benefit himself, uh, but maybe at the expense of his own family. And I communicated to him, no, grandfather.
2: Don't do it. Uh, Do
7: not sacrifice your family. Uh, God is with you. And um, it was very, a very spiritual experience. Um, I it. This is 100% truth. 100% truth. You're hearing it here first on Sefi's recorded space. What isn't going to zero? Autism. Zeph. What?
10: What was any of that supposed to mean? Are like you talking about your granddad dying, and now you're talking about cryptocurrency?
2: Yeah, like what isn't going to zero? Yeah, talking oh. about that.
10: Just a bit weird, really, but all right. If that helps you look at things in a clear and insightful way, then that's good. Hi, Anne, by the way.
7: Are you discounting left- my experience, Zara? Are you saying that I just fabricated this and it was nothing to do what? with anything that we were talking about or something?
10: I'm not saying you're lying. I'm just saying it just it's just a bit of a random thing to say. It, I feel like to compare your grandpa's death to cryptocurrency is like cheapening it a bit. It's like it just feels insincere. But you probably don't mean it that way. So maybe I've just got a bit of hater syndrome and it's terminal. Mm. I'm gonna maybe die.
4: You're, maybe you're terminally hateful. Maybe, yeah. you, maybe your HRV is low today, so you're making negative assumptions about
10: people. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I put on the little Apollo uh, Nora, but. Um, oh, how is it?
4: How is that thing? Have you had a go?
10: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had it on a few days now. Um, I don't have it on at night, though, because I, I don't no. like. I, don't I reckon like that. that's
4: overrated anyway.
10: Yeah. And I sleep well anyway, so it's mostly just kind of like for extra mm. But it's it's hard to say. It's hard to say really what how much it does. The first day I really noticed it. Yeah. In a good way. And I slept really well. And then the second day I slept terribly. And then I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's gonna...
4: a I think it's a thing you do for at least what they say. I think it's a thing you do for a month or two.
10: Um, yeah.
4: I think one way to see it is like in in situations or in moments where you'd usually feel stress um, or like an unnecessary amount of activation, having it going in the background basically says to your body, you're safe. Everything is well. You're at peace. Like you can chill. It's sort of subconsciously on and on. Um, And therefore, like by that happening a lot over time in different situations, it sort of just chills out your nervous system because because your nervous system is like this weird machine that is entrained by situations and past habit. Um, and like, if you think about things like PTSD, right, it's like, let's say there's a a war veteran and he has some roadside bomb in Iraq and, um, he gets PTSD as a result. What's really happening there is his nervous system is getting stuck in a, a fight or flight sympathetic state. Right. And it's sort of stuck. It could be stuck there for 30 years. Um, which is kind of interesting because it, it like it, 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 gives an insight into what the nervous system is. It's like this machine that can develop baseline for, for some arbitrary reason as a result of the past, or as a result of some trauma, or as a result of the conditioning of certain situations. Um, So I see things like this as like a, a, I don't know, like a reconditioning tool. It's like, it says to your body, chill the fuck out. Everything is safe. (laughs) Like you can let go of any of the past associations. it, it's interesting to me. Um, I think the key with it is to to put it sufficiently low where you can't really notice it. Um, I don't know if you yeah. play with it and stuff. I put it way too high to start with.
10: Yeah, I put it, I put it way too high, but then I turned it down a bit. I think, uh, I mean, like, the first day I wore it, I did notice, like, I kind of imagined it like there's some sort of little creature in there, like, stroking my hand, and but it makes me look like I've just escaped out of prison. I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about it. It's, I also don't like that it's Bluetooth. Like you can put it on airplane mode, but I feel like it's going to give me wrist aids. Um. So.
4: No, I, know, I think know. it's alright. I think just the airplane it or whatever. Um,
10: yeah, but it's, it's, yeah,
4: it's, I think it's a thing to just I don't know. Try over a few months or whatever. Is if what is this device? Things.
1: It's like, is this what they gave you when you got out of jail, Zara, to keep make sure you don't go too far?
10: Like on am Yeah, sure. yeah. It, it electrocutes me. If I get like within 500 feet of a, of a school.
4: It, uh, it's a device that is, is relatively proven to um, increase HRV and increase relaxation and improve sleep. And the, the basic concept of it is it's a wrist device, although it can be put anywhere on the body, including the ankle or wherever, um, or maybe a clip like on your waist or something. Um, and it, it vibrates rapidly and in a pulsing fashion um it's it's sort of i don't know how you describe it like a very subtle pulsing vibration that is cyclical it's just a vibrating watch <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's it's, but it, it's, sort of, it's kind of a unique thing you wouldn't have felt anything quite like it but it's like a subtle pulsing wave-like vibration um and th- there's a lot of studies uh if you want to have a, a a deep dive into google scholar and look at the history of this stuff, where um, putting vibration or touch in general, um, on the human body can relax the nervous system a lot, like improving sleep, improving feelings of well Um, and a lot of that seems to to relate to like the the most basic, like baby versus mother relationship, you know, like the way we're rocked to sleep and, um, how, how we would interact with each other in the, in the wild, like our interactions, um, socially and kinesthetically and the way that soothes the nervous system. Um, seems to, oops, seems to be very touch, um, modulated. And this device basically, it, it, it's sort of like you wear it and it vibrates. And the fact that it vibrates below your conscious awareness says to the nervous system that it can chill out and shift towards parasympathetic mode. Um, and this seems to work and like they've, they've pursued this for a long time and studied it, um, through different devices and things and um and yeah it's, it's like an interesting thing i got interested in, in this stuff because it's like meditation tech right it's like stuff you could give to someone that would make them feel better without them actually having to do anything or maybe it would complement meditation
7: this is a true phenomenon i have to say i've observed this in my personal experience when i first got into uh yoga i humbled myself and uh entered the child's pose and it wasn't long before I regularly was attending classes that um, the teacher was comfortable enough uh, to offer me a physical hands-on assist. Now, this was a, a male teacher, and I am certainly uh, straight and uh, single and uh, ready to mingle. But that being said, um, I was going through a hard time. That's a very hard time. And you might say, you know, kind of PTSD, kind of uh, stagnation. Of sorts and it was a very long time that i had felt uh kind of uh the touch of a a genuine caring person albeit from the same sex but it was still uh something that was uh monumental and and it was something that was very much appreciated i i was a great feeling of relief i felt that washed over my entire body. Um, And I I look to these days now, uh, the condemnation of maybe people that are experiencing a similar kind of uh, situation uh, with, let's say, slanderous terms, such as incel, uh, with no compassion for maybe uh,
2: the, uh, you know, lack of human
7: touch that many people may be experiencing in their lives.
10: Yeah. I mean, I think, um, the thing about the, the Apollo is I think if you're a very anxious person, I imagine it would be really, really helpful because some people really do have like all, all things firing at all times. And I think that's with, true with all things that are kind of beneficial. Like if you're, in a bad place They feel 10 times more helpful Because they are Versus If you're already More relaxed Then it's More just like An extra Like eating a banana when you're not hungry You know It's like Okay well it'll help But they won't really Do much um, But I also find it A little bit sad Because I can definitely Feel that it's like It gives you the same feeling As like human touch Generally Not, not the same But something like that mm. And then it makes me Kind of sad Because it's just like why don't you just like have a hug or something? Like I don't know, I'm just
4: yeah, I just like, go like, hug someone. Well, instead. like remember your <laughs> audience, right? Like we're in a group of incels. All it's
5: right, not yeah. about
4: you, Zara. It's not about me. It's not about like people who are capable of having spouses or partners. It's um, talking for them.
2: They need. They need this sort of thing.
7: Well, don't you think it's kind of sad that people maybe don't have the ability or, let's say, comfort to offer somebody a hug? It's a a very sad experience Uh, to be surrounded by people, human beings walking right past you. And um, all those opportunities just slip through your fingers. Something so easy to give. It's kind of like
2: autism.
10: Well, if you view people as hug machines and they're just neglecting you by not hugging you, these strangers walking past you in the street, you hugged everyone you saw in the street. First of all, you'd probably get loads of diseases. You'd probably have AIDS. You'd have Ebola. You'd have HIV. You'd have everything, every, every trick in the book. You don't want to hug a smelly, dirty person, do you? So like, you know, you have to be realistic. You don't Scab- want to get spikes. Scabies. 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 No one wants scabies. It's going around these days. Hey Steffi, have you found any like have you come across any rare diseases lately? Any like new farm infectious ones or just like a rare, you know, some sort of rare cancer in a patient?
2: Yeah, but it's boring. No, no, it's not. I asked. Please, I want to hear. Mm. Nothing really rare.
10: Well, you just changed your answer.
1: So, which one is it? People take some interesting drugs. Uh, Is there anybody here know what wax is? It's like a new thing. People are calling it wax, it's like a drug.
10: Um, I'm googling it. It's a marijuana wax drug, DAP drug, a distillation of marijuana.
2: I don't know what
1: it is.
10: Is that, is that messing up people's lungs?
1: Uh, this girl used some supposedly some wax and she wound up in a coma. Wow, and, uh, mm, arrived that way. I just wasn't sure what it was exactly. All sorts of stuff is being put in these chemicals these days. So it's really hard to tell.
2: Mm. Huh. Adam Pedro, how are you? I'm doing good. What do you think is going on here?
1: I don't know, Just come to the list in you guys.
2: Do you think Zara will ever hug Citizens Don? Adam? Um I said I just come yet or listen to you. Can you well, uh what area do you live in, Adam? I live in L Texas. In where? Oh. What did you say nasty Texas, yeah, yeah, I live in Houston, Texas? I said I live in Houston, Texas girl
1: oh Houston, Texas, yeah, Houston, okay. I couldn't understand your mic is difficult to hear,
2: okay, I don't know why you're like that
10: Where are you from, madam? I mean you're not from Austin right
2: I'm from Austin Texas Zara okay I thought you were Mexican
4: I like the way he said your name to build rapport
2: yeah So.
1: Adam do you think Zara is a good girl
9: Uh, a question
1: about to ask.
9: Oh.
1: I just want to get a vibe check from him. Like, what does he think based on hearing you so far?
5: Which is a crazy thing to
4: say. Would anyone like to bring up a more interesting topic than this?
7: We could uh, maybe jump to Citizen's Dawn's breaking investigation.
9: Yes, I, I have a serious Hello. topic. Like, I don't have any girlfriend, which is why I'm asking what are you investigating citizens don what are you investigating
7: i'm investigating the cube the cube that was maybe alluded to earlier in the space the by confines of one
4: by, by one let's switch to ann Anne, what would you like to say
11: <laughs> hello Bruce. hello sophie hello sarah thank you for uh, saying hello to me um um i wanted to say something um that happened to me uh, a few days ago i was going to the bakery and i'm really like um if i'm just walking around and someone is touching me on the shoulder per accident or something i'm just jumping three meters off the ground because i'm shocked like <laughs> um, i'm very I, I usually don't like to be touched by um Someone I, someone I don't know. But um, I was at the bakery and I bought something and it was um, before new, new Year. And um, the, the man from the bakery, he came out of his, um, where everything, all the breads and everything is laying. And he came out and he touched my face and he put his um, f- fingers, behind my ears, and he looked into my eyes and he said, I wish you a very, very happy new year. And (laughs) um, that was feeling so very, very, very good. Um, And I didn't expect it to, that it had had feels so nice to be touched by someone i well i come there very often so i i know him but um it it felt really Is, nice so that's what i want to say about about touching and and feeling um mm-hmm. feeling Is it the french me? bakery excuse sounds me? very
12: french Is, was it the french bakery
11: no it was it's just a dutch bakery but they are from um uh, morocco originally it's a moroccan morocco bakery um and um they are just very friendly and i wanted to ask sarah um how are you doing with your uh, pregnancy
10: oh doing good thank you i was just gonna say if someone put their hands behind my ears like that i would be like really freaked out but mm-hmm. i i do think the ears, like if you if you run your hand up behind your ear mm-hmm. it feels really nice yeah um,
11: yeah, very gentle. It, yeah. it, it was very gentle, like he meant it. I saw that he meant he, he, he really meant like giving me something nice and it I felt like a, very cozy all day, very Aww. very <laughs> very nice all day. So that was very, very kind like um but um are you doing well with your pregnancy is is everything going all right and um are you feeling good
10: yeah I'm feeling really good um so far so good really um I just drink a lot of juice and I eat a lot of fruit it's kind of like just tastes better um if I walk into a public toilet and it smells like shit instead of being like oh that's disgusting and ignoring it I just throw up in the toilet (laughs) because <laughs> it smell's so bad <laughs> um, but other than that it's pretty much that and then like kind of like when it gets to 7pm I'm really s- sleepy but yeah I don't know why everyone's yeah. always crying about it all the time <laughs> um, I'm just joking it's different for everyone but yeah anyway well, next time you go into that-
11: your, hormones. your your hormones are changing so um, and your smell your smell is changing while you are pregnant so that's all Um, like biological Um,
4: have you had any desire to eat anything you have never eaten before or um any other kind of weird fundamental changes
10: um i mean i'd say i was pretty in tune with with cravings and what why why i liked why i crave things and and stuff so the main thing is just fruit like just copious amounts of fruit all the time Um, and meat and fish and dairy like just eating like not not ever fasting really which makes sense because the baby's brain is growing and the biggest limiting factor is like just you know blood sugar really so every time I don't have a sweet treat the baby gets retarded so it's really my right my moral obligation to do that um but yeah other than that not really so yeah uh i just you know when like i think a while ago you spoke about um like going girl mode or like female instincts like you know you you just spoke about the polarity between like the sexes being pregnant just like really just it switches off all logic um and it really turns on the the female instincts obviously kind of but yeah makes you more likely to get like really angry if you don't get like a mexican food or something yeah it's kind of boring
11: Bruce, so do you what is do you have a like something you really like to eat or um you have a like it like a that you don't you you know you shouldn't be eating it too much but you do you just do because you like it so much
4: Mm, no no uh but i but i hate all seafood i absolutely hate all seafood and always have i hate going anywhere within like 50 feet of the seafood counter in the supermarket, I hate the taste of seafood, I hate the smell of it, I hate the texture of it. Um, I've been attacked by sea creatures multiple times. Like, I hate everything about seafood.
11: You've been attacked by sea creatures?
4: Yeah, like multiple like times. What? By um, like- by jellyfish and crabs and uh, fish.
2: <laughs> that's, that's weird, <laughs> that's funny.
4: Yeah, it's, it's, um, I, I literally hate everything about it. Nobody could ever convince me to eat, uh, and I've tried everything, by the way. I've tried squid, I've tried octopus, I've tried, Have you tried therapy, uh, sushi. I haven't tried therapy. I've tried everything, like, in terms of, uh, like, I've really tried to overcome it because I, I treated any kind of phobia as like a, a form of pussyishness, um, and tried to go headstrong into it. In fact, uh, I spoke to, I think I was it again, maybe you
1: just haven't had like the right, like calamari made really well, or something.
4: No, I, I just think I'm just not wired to have it for some reason. Um, I spoke to a therapist at some point, and they said I have a, a counterphobic temperament, which was interesting. Counterphobic is somebody who runs straight at fear. Um, so I've stuffed my face full of seafood in an attempt to like it. Maybe like an acquired taste, but it's not acquirable. Yeah, like 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 trying to reprogram myself and and thinking it's like just a habit or a a form of conditioning or something because most things most things in life are right they start when we're young there's like an arbitrary event that sort of crystallizes our dislike or like for it what
1: about chocolate surely surely you like chocolate
4: yeah pretty much everything else i can deal with um yeah it's weird don't like it at all both my parents do you also hate sea life What's, uh, what's
12: what's your what's your what are your feelings towards sea life in general not as not as food but as
4: sea life i have a, a reverence for it but i won't enter their territory um because they they seem to fuck me up when i do
2: have you considered eating
4: it out of spite no i think that would be a big mistake
11: oh and can i ask something else about you spoke about that 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 thing you can to put on your your wrist or your ankle or whatever uh, the, mm. is, is the name a tense
4: is it no called tense? no but there are there are many devices the one we're referring to is a thing called an apollo neuro
11: okay because there's also a tense thing there are, um,
4: there are like there are different vibration things there's a thing called a a tense device um there are things that, that pulse electrical signals through your ears or through your, there's a thing called an alpha, alpha stim. There's there's loads of these devices that sort hmm. of uh, short circuit fight or flight in different ways through electrical signals or through touch or through vibration. Um, but oh. this is a particularly interesting one. It's just like a vibration watch.
11: Is it a watch? You have to. Is it only on your wrist?
4: It's it's a, uh, a it comes as a watch, but you can put it on your ankle or you can take it away from the strap and uh, put it like in your belt or something.
11: Okay. Well, I'm going, going to search for it. I think it might be interesting coming. for you,
4: Anne, like if you experience yeah. like feelings of overwhelm or sensory stimulation or whatever, it might be mm-hmm. interesting. It's kind of expensive. Yeah. Though. It's like $400 or something.
11: Oh, okay. Well, then I have to sell some some autism. No, no, no. I won't. Um, no, actually, like, I,
4: I'm, I'm happy no, for you that to sell. It was a
11: joke.
4: Was no, a no, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm perfectly happy for you to sell if you buy something that helps your well-being. No worries.
11: No, I, I'm not going to do it. Actually, I, I um, asked three persons yesterday. Um, uh if they like to have some autism tokens and they say yes so i'm going to um share to three more persons some autism tokens tomorrow which chain is it on
1: uh everyone's buying it on injective using astroport.fi the, the dex deck, the okay so the wallet is astroport no, just get, get yourself the Leap wallet, L-E-A-P. It's, uh, a Leap, okay, got store. it. It works well. And then you can create an injective address there using like any existing Cosmos uh, chain. So if you have a seed phrase from any like existing Cosmos chain, just plug it in there. It'll give you all your wallets, and you'll have an injective wallet there you can use.
11: Or you can use a Kepler wallet.
1: Yeah, but this, it's, uh, for autism, it works better with Leap. It's simpler. Because okay. you can actually see your tokens and everything with no problem.
2: Mm-hmm.
7: I have a question for Coach. Coach, have you uh, maybe ever read or been read the rhyme of the Ancient Mariner?
4: Um, it rings a bell, but no. I don't think so. And I still have forgotten. It's possible
7: that this is a repressed, suppressed memory of yours that is leading to maybe your feud with sea creatures.
10: If there's one thing I love, it's a good rock pool. You can find all sorts of things in a rock pool. You can find anemones, you can find a little crab, you can find seaweed. Have you ever
1: cooked any meat on a rock, Bruce? You get like a very, very hot rock out of an oven and then you cook meat on top of it. It's nice. It has a nice sound to it, and it's like you just turn the meat and make sure it cooks on both sides on the rock. It's very nice. You can do seafood like that too, but I uh, I don't think people usually do that. It's usually more for like steak and lamb and
10: things. When I was younger, me and my friends used to go to the beach, and we would always try and have a barbecue, but we would just buy meat, and we wouldn't actually bring anything to cook cook it on. We would just kind of trust we'd find enough twigs. Um to have a fire to cook it on but then we also wouldn't have any utensils so we'd end up kind of smashing these burgers against these big slate rocks and then just chucking them <laughs> into the fire that <laughs> was quite weak and then we would just sort of have these half burnt half raw burgers and then we'd tear open a, a little burger bun with our hands and we would put it in there and it would taste so deli- so delicious because you had to work for it just wanted to share share my truth
7: i'm going to depart i just want to thank everybody uh for this spiritual space uh especially you sefi host co-host coach bruce uh bikram yes bikram even bikram the racist uh and everybody else thank you
1: i'm not racist. we appear to have some sort of racist in every show i'm not sure why I don't
9: know, man. I am not racist. I am
2: honest. What's the least racist thing you've ever done, Bikram? Least racist thing? I, I don't know. So you can't think of a single non-racist thing you've done? <clears throat> No. All oh, right. Well, tells let you me, everything. Let you me think. I
1: will. Night. I will come tomorrow. Zara, I've washed dishes once.
2: So you put a minority out of a job deliberately? Oh, that's a little bit racist.
9: Sleeping with my colleague is a non-racist thing.
10: Why was sleeping with him
2: not racist?
1: <laughs> well, different. No, you slept with this man um, that not you probably man. didn't sleep not with other racial men, like Japanese. Not men. man. Are you homophobic? I
9: I'm not man. I'm you Are homophobic? Jesus Christ! Oh, no, man. I'm one
2: hundred percent heterosexual.
9: Man. I'm
1: one hundred percent heterosexual Christ. man. I love movies. I love pushes. Jesus and Shiva and Vishnu and stuff. Jeez. I'm
2: not, I'm talking about omen, married women.
1: Is that the message? You're speaking, you're, you're sleeping with the married women? Yes. Man, you get around. All right.
2: Do you have a story about this? No. Is she in this room right now with you? Yes. Can you uh, put her
1: on on the speakerphone so we can chat with her? <laughs> what do you say? Can we speak to her right now,
2: like on the phone, no, right now? Absolutely not. Be racist. It's four thirty AM right now in India. What are you doing awake, man? Oh,
1: actually, I'm reading the injective, the Volan updates, you know? Updates. Oh, you become a full injective shiller. Why isn't the price going down, man? You're not shilling enough.
9: Mm-hmm. The Volan updates
2: bro?
12: Okay, so mm-hmm. I got an atomic wallet. Can someone walk me through the steps? I want to I wanna experiment getting one autism. I want to understand how this works. I would like to educate myself. Can you guys help me out?
8: Yeah, sure, bro.
12: Okay, so I have atomic wallet. What do I need to do next?
1: Uh-huh.
12: I got atomic wallet. What do I need to do next?
1: Wait, atomic wallet? What is that? What? Oh, a different one? I got a left atomic wallet. You're probably better off with Leap. I'm not sure why you're using that one. I'm going to leave
4: if you guys are going to do shelling or whatever.
1: He doesn't know how to get the autism token, Bruce. You need to instruct him.
4: I'm going to do all that stuff.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, what you're supposed to do is use Leap and then go to astroport.fi. You can get it there.
7: Astroport.
1: Enter app.
12: How do you spell the wallet name? Uh, if you spell it with uh, one by one,
1: L E A P. Leap. L E A T. Leap. L-E-A-T. Leap.
10: No, with a P on the end, like a little like a little frog. Like
1: a
12: frog? Oh, man, yeah. you should have said yeah, so. Yeah, yeah leap like wallet, exactly. Uh, because there was a left wallet or something, so I... Yeah,
10: Get two E's. Two E's. L-E-E-A-P.
1: Oh, I went into without two E's. W-A-L-L-E-T.
10: Oh, sorry, I'm dyslexic. It was just one E. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, wallet, yeah. Zara, this is, not a, uh, this is a, not a dyslexic space. It's an autistic space.
10: How do I? We can work through hard it hard together. Hard. We're a community. I can't help being dyslexic. i, Zara's I on the Venn
1: diagram hard. of having both.
10: Yeah. Well, at least my legs work.
1: You gonna make fun of my handicap state now? Oh yeah. Jeez. No and legs. Sometimes sometimes you let the just the bitch come out. I mean, really.
10: Yeah. Why do not you stand up and look me in the eye, Safi?
1: Jerk. I will have robotic legs soon. Making it Exploser. yourself or are you ordering from you, somewhere. Are you flipping to the uh, the your UFO papers back there? What is that noise?
12: Uh, I m- learned yesterday from the guy who was running from the Feds to keep your keys on paper. He was like keeping his keys at the kitchen, so I think it's a valuable lesson. Let me see.
2: Yeah, I'm making myself a Kepler wallet. Oh no, I can actually insert other keys.
10: Oh, there we go. I heard it's all going to zero in right now.
4: Wagon. Disease. Three. Mm. I'd, I'd find it really funny if uh, autism goes to zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it'd be great because um, it would make it a pure thing as well.
10: Mm. Yeah, I hope it does. Any for a bit, though
4: the well okay yeah i guess i shouldn't joke around it would be nice if it, if it if people focused on love the rest is uh, arbitrary what i what i would like to happen is the price to dip quite a bit and then have people who suddenly feel fear and sell and then only after that pump it I think after you're in crypto a while, you, you sort of, you realize that um, price charts are a thing to get rid of people you don't want to get rich. Do you know what I mean, Sefi? That, that I there will do. Be pe- there will be people holding autism now, or any other token now, who really don't deserve money. And I'd rather get rid of them.
2: What's your uh, fundamentals for
4: someone that doesn't deserve autism, Coach? Gotcha. Um, like a sort of unvirtuous, greasy pig who plans to dump, who never is thankful. Um, <sighs> somebody who doesn't reflect the vibe of like gratitude and, and love and care and play and humor and that kind of stuff. I'd rather they they're flushed out.
13: Shame you didn't uh, get a clawback contract put in, so you could literally just go right. This is a dickhead. Let's let's just take this back and. Uh, it yeah, would be uh, well. I've
4: I've considered other, I, I've considered other designs of similar tokens, um, and I think a really funny token design would be that I distribute the token, but everyone is locked by default. So are you still here, Sethi? maybe you'll understand most of what I'm talking about. Yep. Everyone is, so imagine I distribute the token in the same kind of way, but everyone is frozen by default. Nobody can sell, right? Their their tokens are frozen or blacklisted. Um, and then in order to sell, you must approach me, and you must have a personal conversation, and you must explain why. <laughs> As in like, imagine like a, a mafia boss, right? Like in his big, The Godfather or something. I've not seen the film, but I imagine like, the 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 mafia boss like the godfather in a big estate and uh the person who wants protection in the local town or whatever comes to him and explains himself and explains like why he should get protection and what the mafia boss will get in return except in this case it's like i need to sell because i'm gonna i need to feed my kid or whatever right they have to give a heartfelt plea and then i press the button and maybe unlock them but if they don't do that, if they don't do it personally, if they don't pitch me on their situation, they're locked forever, right? or at least until they give me a good pitch. I think it'd be really funny to do it that way. Um, so just, you just invert it, right? Rather than relying on virtue, the virtue becomes your ability to communicate why you should sell, why you should be allowed to sell. Um, and then there's all kinds of other funny dynamics I've come up with. Um, one, of the, one of the funniest things about the way I did it was that I know everyone's Twitter, right? So Everyone I've gifted and everyone who's been gifted by anyone, um, we have information on the usernames. So if anyone sells now, I know who they are on Twitter, which allows me to, in the long run, craft a huge list of shame. <laughs> right? So so I'm making a website now. And one of my ideas for the website is to build like a like website address.com slash sinners. And then on that page, I'll have like the flames of hell and uh, some demons, maybe like a massive demon in the middle with an, a mouth that like opens and shuts rapidly and then a conveyor belt that goes into it. And on the conveyor belt, I'll place like King Wabby and all the other Jeets who sold, right? <laughs> <Like this. laughs> Every, everyone who sold uh, after receiving a gift will be on that list and, uh, and marked forever. And I'll work out a way to host the website in eternity on the blockchain. So like their legacy will be that their grandchildren will find it as well. It's proper autism.
12: It's like perf- perfectly executed. I Vind- think I created the bullet. Vindictive, vindictive autism. Vindictive. Vindictive. Yeah. Vindictive. Weaponized autism.
13: I don't know why, but all of a sudden, since that explanation coach, I want to go play mini golf now. <laughs> For some reason, you just put that in my head, just from that that app description.
4: Well, it's because you're a spur.
13: Alright, I've never heard the word sperg in my goddamn life. Go on. like what what what, what the, go into it? Educate me. I'm just peeing back in a minute.
10: I was about to say we can hear from the echo in Bruce's voice that he's gonna give short replies because he's about to do a wee. So someone has to fill the space. So chug of boom, you can talk a bit more about mini golf and your past experiences. If I'd rather interested. just say
13: congratulations, Zara, on being pregnant. Uh honest oh, to God, like you. brilliant. I was going to ask you about the cravings, but Bruce beat me to it. So, uh, yeah, Yeah. congrats. Very happy for you.
10: Thank you. Yeah, you're not meant to eat liver when you're pregnant because it's got too much vitamin A. We ate a little liver and it it cleared up my my skin and I felt really good afterwards. So there's nothing to think about there. I thought your skin
13: clears up naturally from the uh, hormones. It depends.
10: It depends depends on how far through you are and and what your hormones Mm -hmm. were like anyway but when with winter for me i i prefer i mean more sun so
4: no, the, cool, the cool thing about zara chogaboom is, is she's had the second virgin birth in history uh after mary yeah. she just wow. was so, so connected to someone on twitter she dm'd so hardcore that it just happened i find it interesting then this that this like colossal uh
1: announcement is being made from the water closet <laughs>
2: how did your boyfriend
13: feel about this uh, virgin birth Zara
10: <laughs> yeah I mean he was amazed too because you know we never actually kissed even so he was quite shocked um, oh, he...
13: He... yeah, he's a very honourable man considering I think last time we spoke which was a while ago he was building a bed or he was moving stuff into your apartment it was too small or something like that like the, the dimensions didn't fit or something along those lines. It was like a year ago, wasn't it? It was, it was a while ago.
4: I don't remember like
13: that. Married. Don't...
4: It's an honor.
13: <laughs>
10: mm.
1: Do you think there was like maybe you sat in a toilet somewhere and maybe there was sperm on it?
10: No. What a disgusting thing to say.
1: That's really horrible. I'm just because. being autistic. I, I don't know what to tell it's you. Yeah, yeah,
10: yeah. It's statistic.
1: Like, how else did it get there? You know what I mean? Like the little virgin baby.
10: Well, <laughs> that's kind of the point. It's a virgin baby. Miraculous conception.
1: Oh, but that's like from, from of, the sky.
10: Yeah, like you just wake up and, and there's a little baby growing. And that's it.
1: Hey, if there can be tic-tac UFOs, there can most definitely be like tic-tac DNA.
10: Well, you know how they used to be like the old um what's it called the old theory of like the germs just spawning randomly in different places? I forgot the name for it um
2: well, a sperm that, is, that as well the, the big Bang.
10: <laughs> yeah, yeah the big Bang. Anyway, Boom, how's life with you?
13: Sound It's actually stress-free for the, uh, for, has been for the last six months. It's, uh, yeah, it's good. Thank you very much yeah. for asking.
10: It's stress-free. Why so low stress?
13: Yeah, because you... I got rid of my ex.
10: <laughs> oh, really? Well, wow, yeah. you know what, Chuggaboom, about time. You know what I mean? What what yeah, kind of no. Problems,
1: what kind of problems could, did she create? Like, describe one big problem that
4: created a lot of stress for you.
10: Well, this is going to stress him out. Well, this is awful. You,
4: you're going so, so the, the to have him focus on all the trauma.
13: My trauma's gone. I have no trauma. Like, it's fine. Like, I, I get over it. I, I kind of embraced stoicism like eight, nine months ago. And I just try not to let... Well, I don't try. I just don't let things affect me that don't need to affect me. What's, what's, what's the point? <laughs> like, if something's out of your control and you allow it to affect your emotions, what's, what's the point?
1: What did that bitch
13: do? Uh, it was not necessarily her. I right, So you guys seem to always love my drama for some unknown reason. Long story short, I had a very good friend. Uh, we met a girl at the same time. I stepped backwards. He said nothing's going to happen. She went after me. We dated for three months. And that very, very good friend behind my back was trying to plan holidays with her, romantic walks with her, blah, 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 blah. So I cut that very good friend out. Despite, you know, giving him, I treat him like a brother. Essentially, what
1: are there um, like, two women in the UK or something? Like, what's like, what's this going on here?
13: I just don't like when if I, I so when it comes to friends and people I'm interested in, I give them my entire focus. So I don't sit there fucking around and like dicking about mm-hmm. with other people. It's Just not, not how I roll. Like, just yeah, mm-hmm. like, so like let him play with
2: your
1: girlfriend like too. Say again. But let him play with your girlfriend too.
13: Uh, no, I walked away from it all because, long story short, uh, it was just it—it it just wasn't healthy. She—I she, didn't mind them hanging out at first, but she didn't seem to see a problem with a guy having a crush on her, chasing her about, trying to take her out for like little mate dates and stuff. Like that. And it just—it wasn't sitting right with me, and it just killed the relationship. And I just, yeah, I just good, what?
4: good choice, good choice, Boom. I wouldn't Amazing. tolerate that for a single second. I can't um, be bothered because there are 4 billion women in the world.
13: Yeah. Well, I, it wasn't just that. The way I see it is, she was never mine if she wasn't going to, like, you know, take it seriously and take how I felt seriously about the situation. And he was never a mate if he was going to go around behind my back. So as Keanu Reeves says, if someone fucks you over, there's X amount of billion people in the world to give your attention to. So give it to them and fuck them off. <laughs> like,
4: Well, I mean, it's, 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 your, it's your full right to tolerate something or not. And something like that is like very stressful and disrespectful. And it's also probably something you would never do to someone. And therefore, if you would never do it to someone and they, they would do the same thing, you're not a good match. So fuck it.
13: I agree. Like, and now I'm talking to a Persian bird. Really lovely girl. Uh, just seeing how that goes. And, yeah. just <laughs> She seems really respectful. Really nice. She hung out with on New Year's Eve. Great fun. We did you meet her. Does New Year's Eve? Arabic? Uh, yeah, she's yeah. Arabic? She's Iranian. So, yeah, uh, she speaks Arabic. But, yeah, no, so I met her on New Year's Eve. Uh, so my mate, Abtin, uh, someone I met at the gym years ago, we just, you know, we occasionally meet up for drinks and things like that. And uh, we all just decided to meet up for New Year's Eve. He brought his niece. And, yeah, just me and her hit it off. And, obviously, I, I didn't drink New Year's Eve because I'm a gym bro and I'm a dickhead. So, yeah. I'm uh, just getting in there before Zara does because every single time the gym comes up, she always insults me. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I don't do that. Yes, you do. And I've got a rule: if a do girl's that. drunk and you're sober, you don't do fuck all with it. Like you know, you just you 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 behave. You be a gentleman. And yeah, so long story short, <laughs> I just ended up just hanging and dancing with her all night and not taking it too far. So yeah, and now we've just been talking ever since.
2: How would you feel
5: if she proposed to you tomorrow?
13: Very fucking weirded, because I barely know (laughs) her. But would you say yes? If the options
10: were, say say yes, or Mm. never ever see her again, and possibly regret it for the rest of your life. And it's because of like an external...
4: What if she got down on her knees?
13: Uh, well, the answer is I would never see her again because when it comes to making these sort of calculated decisions with your future, I'd rather not take the wrong person. Yeah, you know, it, it's not worth risking fucking up your life over a whim.
10: So, if she had cancer, if she had what? If she had cancer,
13: without sounding too harsh, I don't know her, I haven't chosen to take on that responsibility. If I knew her better, maybe it'd be different, but I've known her for seven days. Oh, I know, are we on Jan, Jan 10th? What was the date today? Okay. Yeah, I've known her for nine days. So, yeah, no, it's not a responsibility I'm willing to take on for someone I barely know.
10: What if you had the cure? You had a magical cure. And it's only shared through your and <laughs> and but then- so you, you had to you had to get her pregnant cure her cancer and I, I would, and she would get pregnant instantly
13: then I would speak to her uncle Abton, which is one of my close friends and say are you okay with this and if he gave me and the you approval to to me
5: <laughs> <it>.
13: <laughs> because you, I also have a rule where if it's a mate's family members I'd rather not lose the mate uh, and I'd just turn around I, I, before anything actually happens with her I have to go to him and go "Like, are you okay for me to take her out like on a date or something like that if he says no then I just fuck it off like I'd rather his friendship over, the, you know, a potential date. There's, as Bruce said, four billion other women in the world. Why create drama for myself?
10: Yeah, but you have to keep in mind that like fifty percent of those are either Chinese or Indian.
9: By the way, if you can... anyone needs dating advice, you can please come up and we'll discuss this. Yes, <laughs> I can suggest I you. Can... You can go for single mother. You know, they are easy.
10: Well, Bikram, are you in a relationship with a single mother?
9: Yes, I have many relationships with a single mother and not, not single, you know, the, their husband, stay away from home, this type of so single.
10: Is she in the room with you now? No. Where is change she? Change
9: this topic. Change this topic.
10: Where is she?
13: One Where is day. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Bikram, you can't ask us to change a topic. You changed it too. Finish the topic. Amen. Okay. Continue your line of inqu- inquisition sir.
10: <laughs> I don't believe that your wife is real. I'm just going to throw put my cards on the table there. She's I, from you know, another you know. school.
2: I am not I, I'm not married. Oops. Okay.
10: Your girlfriend.
2: Your yes. GF. She's yes. not real. I don't have any girlfriend. I have a single person. You have one single boyfriend. What?
10: You said you have a boyfriend.
2: Who's no,
9: boyfriend? I, actually, I'm kind of you know, a different type of person and I don't have any girlfriend. And I don't have any wife actually break off with my girlfriend two years ago. Because I lost her money in Terra Cash, and that was that ha-
13: happened. Wait, wait, wait! You you lost our money in what? Oh, the Terra Crash. Okay, so I I heard Trailer yeah. Trash. I was very confused then. My bad, sorry. No, no, no!
9: It's tra- Terra
1: Crash, and I you took all her your girlfriend's money, money. You put it into crypto, yes. it lost it all. Yes, absolutely. She left. Yes. Then I become pervert, some kind of you know. You became a pervert because of this.
5: Hmm. And
1: I'm really happy you did.
2: You're happy being a pervert. Yes, absolutely. Hmm.
13: Okay. But well, I, I I swear, swear to it. God, terrorist yeah. Spaces must have such fun editing these fucking conversations sometimes before we post them <laughs> like Jesus Christ.
1: He's like, where is this going? Could go anywhere around here. So Bikram, what are your next steps? What are you going to
9: do? How are you going to find a woman?
2: Actually, I don't have to,
9: you know, to be honest, I am not a poor guy. You can imagine in India, you, you know there is a difference between the income and the poor and the rich people, the difference between the incomes and everything, so I don't have to, you know, marry and wait for the there is no maybe you should like such work a, or something yes i already work for governments you
1: know I mean, uh, what kind of work do you do i'm an accountant i'm an accountant so you file papers and things yes absolutely
13: wait can i can i just address something here if you have all this money why did you have to steal from your ex-girlfriend to invest into luna
9: no, I didn't steal her money. I manipulated her, and two years ago that 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 time was the thing so totally did for wait wait, you know? wait
13: wait 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 wait, wait, wait whoa, 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 whoa. you manipulated her. How are you so yes. casual about this
9: <clears throat> Yes, absolutely I also that that was a fault you know and and not only my girlfriend i lost also lost my family right? you know the home loan and also these stuff I Lost like something like forty k or, you know, that and, time and,
13: and you've paid everyone back, right? Because you make all this money.
9: No, I never paid them back because they are my family members.
13: <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, so, so hang on. So because they're your family. Why does
9: it make not- it better?
13: Yeah, like that. Like, that's the opposite. If you, if you fuck with your family's money, you pay them back, dude. No, oh, this is not
9: happening in India. If you fuck your family's money, family. You know, you're a giant family. You have to take care of them your whole life, something like that. You are a Uh, bad person.
13: No, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. He's just said that he has to take care of them his entire life. So it's indebted servitude then. So you're essentially now a slave to your family because you've lost your money.
9: Absolutely.
2: Okay, fair fair enough. I think that's a fair trade. Fair. Bikram has some interesting problems. A bit one <laughs> sorry I, I had to get that one in there yeah it's you had to get it in there um he's definitely not a virtuous person if he has any autism you should freeze that bruce how does that work Bruce
13: is Bruce Ages ago, dude. he left. He left like ten minutes ago.
2: <laughs> no, I was just shocked about all the scams, so I, I just didn't even notice. What's the? Uh, have you seen the
13: uh, SEC hack, Sefi? I'm gonna go to sleep I didn't see it um, like
1: now. You have the. You have like a picture of it or something? Oh, good night, Zara. Have a nice sleep.
13: See you later, all right. Yeah, good night. I don't have a picture on me now. Uh, it's all been deleted, hasn't it? Uh, I think I didn't quite catch it till uh, an hour ago. But uh, the SEC apparently is now being investigated for market manipulation <laughs> for <laughs> racing the BTC prize. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, it does not get better than that, does it?
1: That's pretty classic.
13: I think Charles Gasprano has uh, tweeted that saying Fox has been informed. So it's like, (laughs) I fucking love it. I absolutely love it.
2: Uh, Yeah, it's
1: like, I feel like I should be buying something today. Usually these weird days with these crazy price action, it's like it, it can be good if you catch the bottoms. Well, how's
13: Zeph looking? Because uh, I've not checked it in the last few hours. Uh, I know it hit twenty four bucks last night, didn't it? And then it just like dropped.
1: Yeah, twenty one thirty seven. It's,
13: like, it's good. Oh yeah, it's stable. It's uh, it's one of the more stable ones. Uh, no, no, one it's is. not
1: stable. It's just it's it's not anything but stable for <laughs> Like you think it's um, volatile? We wouldn't be here if it was sta- it was stable. Um, no, it's like like uh, support for it's like twenty one. And it's got to like break 25 or so. that's kind of the range it's in. Oh, It'll take enough. a while. It'll take a while. So like usually to have a big run, it takes like about a month, month and a half.
13: So yeah, it's, and it's, here, it's on my like week two, now, isn't
1: it? Yeah. It's kind of turned out from the bottom and kind of, yeah, rolling upwards. Mm. Looking fine. Tri-
13: Triaz is an interesting one. I don't know if you, I think we've covered this somewhere.
1: Yeah. I had a little bit of that last, last season.
13: It's, uh, yeah, they're about, they're about to release a giant partnership, apparently, uh, with the Chinese distribution government, and the blockchain goes live soon. So, yeah. the
2: mm. oh. layer one of the blockchain.
1: I think a lot of stuff uh, will be a lot easier to buy. Like, takes a dump and, like, really goes down.
13: I agree. I kind of want it to go down around January 25th. Put some of my uh, money, my payday in towards it. That'd be nice
1: um yeah i think we'll know tomorrow where everything's going like if you see a big drop again tomorrow um then we're gonna go sideways for a number of
13: months the thing is though the etfs have been priced in so uh, etfs even if they do get like announced th- there's not going to be any price action for it for at least what two weeks before the etfs go live so yeah th- we're not going to see anything for weeks anyway
2: yeah no i agree I
1: think, like, um, yeah, they like just in general, like all the alt stuff has been running for several months, so um it's almost like it makes some sense to just sort of um some of some of them I just sold to buy back later, stuff mm. that's stuff that's kinda
2: near
9: tops and things,, you so just want. If if you observe this chart, you can see there is lots of liquidity out of the market. So it's a clear signal when ETF going to approve the price is going to pump. I don't follow. Which chart about what liquidity?
13: So hang on, liquidity is not in. And when ETFs get approved, you do realize that an ETF being approved doesn't mean that they actually have the assets until people buy the ETF, right? So you still need liquidity so just just because an etf's live doesn't mean people are going to buy into it
9: absolutely absolutely, i agree with you but you know you can see there is a trend going on in the crypto markets and right now the trend you can see there's a market cap is like you know something 10 percent and minus 10 percent in last three days or two days so it's a clear signal there is short traders and Something like the labor traders all liquidated or cashing out or selling out their bags. So when you going to approve you can see there's a green candles. That's
2: essential, right?
9: That's inevitable.
2: That sounds like another manipulation scheme by you.
9: Every kid lost money, you know, at least I am honest with you with 100% that I lost money and I know my fault. So I can say that.
13: Yeah, but this could be another manipulation technique using truth to try and get us to do what you want us to do and to buy into no, the ETF. No,
9: there no. is no manipulation. Hey,
13: if you would do you it to would... your girlfriend and your family, you'd do it to a random Twitter space. I'm just saying. Did you buy Dogecoin?
14: Uh,
9: so years you years can, ago. Yes, so you are going to blame Elon Musk for that? So, your money, you invested also. It looks looking pretty good today, actually.
13: Yeah, I mean, I don't have any Dodge anymore. Uh, when I bought it, it dropped, so I got rid of it and bought more TRX. But uh, yeah, it wasn't so for the Elon. I bought team, it as a friend.
9: Things are like when people, you know, when I say to them, there's this Terra price going to up and they say they, they never asked me or never questioned me. They gave me the money so you can invest. So when I lost the money, every, every blame came come towards me. That is the problem. Because you, yeah, you maybe
2: maybe
1: you you're an accountant, you figured you could manage people's like Luna money.
13: Oh, shit. He actually can produce financial advice. You can't even <laughs> say no financial advice, dude. Did you don't, well. have, you don't yeah, have a scapegoat, Bikram. You. Well,
9: he can, but He's he can't, okay. can't sir. So. Yeah, absolutely, I can. But, you know, that's a two twenty 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 two, and I lost so much money. But last one year, I lost, You know, I learned. I have, I have a basic thesis, Bikram. That is that accountants and financial advisors
1: don't know what the fuck they're doing. You know why? Why? because they don't understand enough about science and technology to actually make any useful trades along yeah. over the long run that's the reason why
2: no that's not that's,
1: that's why not like true. that's why hedge funds basically lose money most of the time no they, they that's guys not like true guys like no. buy everything at the bottom
9: if if you if you consider these things i i i will say that's false because you know the market runs on the narratives it, people trade People trade narratives, you know.
1: No, the whole market. Worlds are not are not accountants, and they're not. Um, most of them are not like random traders either.
9: Yeah. So, yes, <laughs> we can be that. We we
1: cannot be daily traders. No, but are you're fucking stupid economy. to do this, right? I haven't met a single accountant that's very good at this.
13: Why <laughs> might, might Where did be you your... so hostile, selfie? What happened? It used to be so docile, so docile. so neutral.
1: Yeah, you should see me get angry.
13: It's funny. I do want to. I, I genuinely want to see you get angry. <laughs> <laughs> I, would pay, I, I would pay ten autism to see you get angry, am
1: No, I'm just, I'm just messing with you, room. So, um, yeah, so you, you borrowed, you used other people's money, you stuck it into Luna and different things, and market went down. And they got upset with you huh did they did they at least get the um the
9: luna v2 airdrop at least yes absolutely i actually i totally paid my girlfriend you know six months ago and and i you know recover everything some kind of luna classics and i paid paid her back but oh, the you, problem you, you you recovered her money yes yes absolutely <laughs> wow okay <laughs> Yeah, yes, absolutely. But, she, but I, uh, she's not with you now? Yeah, no.
1: No. No. She's gone. But if you gave her back your money, shouldn't she be with you now?
9: No, actually, the money is not a problem because I lost oh, so much she, money. she ugly or something? No, actually, the problem was when I lost some, so much money, I was depressed, you know, some kind of maniac or something like that. And I the refill effect came to my... You know, Mentality and I, you know, engage with the fight with her. That's the problem. So, you, so you would beat her after bad trades? No, you no, no, no. And people. then you got upset with her? Engage with some kind of arguments, and I say bad words, and you know, the, my mouth is. You can see I am racist or something like that. Hey, I talked with to my a wife lot.
1: all the time. She doesn't leave.
9: <laughs> Absolutely, I said something bad. So, well, no, you, it, didn't, what did you like, say? What, what did you say? No, I don't want to disclose these things. I'll already disclose lots of things, and I don't want to. Oh, man, you're
13: not any fun. This is an autistic space. Come on, man.
9: Yeah, exactly. This like, what, be autistic. This is what Easy. we do here. Actually, I bring the topic, you know, the ex boyfriend, and I something Wait. said something about. Do you follow do
1: you follow her ex-boyfriend on uh, like or her boyfriend on uh, Facebook? Oh, she's chatted with her ex-boyfriend. So, Oh, no. Are you keeping tabs on them or something?
5: Mm.
9: Mm. No. Are you monitoring not like their that. their communications? No, not like that. That was past and past and I don't want to talk something this about this topic right anymore.
1: Again, well, I mean, we're this. just trying to get a feeling for, like, the local culture and everything, right?
13: Yeah, like, I'm very curious about what classes is, is like. So, for example, if I was to be really, really horrible to a girl, which I wouldn't, you just say something along the lines of, this is why your ex-boyfriend broke up with you. And that's that's a killer. Like, you say that to a girl in the West. that they, they You've destroyed them. So that, that that's, like, the worst thing you could possibly say. How do you know? Uh, I've seen it happen too much.
2: About,
9: that kind of universal thing you know if you say something about an in Indian girl they will leave her all day. they will they, they, she will leave you also it's a universal thing it's
13: a whole woman yeah. it, no it's called disrespect <laughs> that, that, that's a human thing well should be
1: uh, next time I think what you should do is not uh, yell at your girlfriend probably maybe not curse yeah. at her um, maybe not lose all her money in Luna. Manipulating um, is also maybe, not very good. Vikram, what you should do this time is like get your new girlfriend, have her buy like, like get have take her money and then like buy like maybe injective tokens or something.
9: No, that's not going to happen because you know. The, no? I already I already said you know. I was right, you know. But I think you were gonna you wife. were like
1: you were taking the courses, you were taking the YouTube courses of like
9: and Discord courses of how to show no. it. like it's not our money. I already told you I am kind of slave right now for my family, okay. you know. Yeah. So I I can't.
1: I cannot do anything. So they are going to fix these but, things. But isn't is not it isn't it gonna like 10x bro what isn't it going to 10x or something like shouldn't you get all the villages like money and like buy some crypto or something
2: no get the government you said you work for the government
9: no 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 No. you cannot play with the poor people's money you know what if it goes up like what if you're like what if you borrow the poor people's money it goes up and then you give them like more money they'll be happy with you no, that's all a Ponzi, right. you know. You cannot you cannot say these things to the poor peoples and they are going to some you know, mislead these directions and they lost they will lose their all. all you're an are.
4: accountant. You're an accountant.
9: No, this is not going to happen. This is you kind know, of some something like unethical thing to do. Cause you know the Indian structure, you can see there is a people like you know, the daily rated workers. But what if, will... make, about, what
1: if they make what if they make the money system. The the poverty.
9: Yes, the daily rated workers are filled up, they're going to work and they are going to take some money and they are going to eat with this money with this daily income. You wanna they you wanna keep food. them poor so that they keep making the food for you at the farm. Bro, they are working hard so hardly they can be hardly they can afford their food. How they can invest.
1: Well, Think I mean, about they might that.
9: skip like rice
1: maybe for like a week or something, right? Oh, Sethi, you, you Eagles. Like, <laughs> you could buy like you could buy like bitcoin or something right
0: nice
12: i'm gonna I'm tell you something when the world starts to get really bad and these mugs
0: out here robbing, you gon' love digital currency. All these motherfuckers, they be running and gunning. And I'm all like, I'm sitting back just having fun in the sun. And then I'm like one out of a hundred, I'm just building up on it. So, the everything we built in the last hundred upsets. sets. You're getting salty, feeling faulty, you ain't no man. I keep he. robo here grinning, ear, it, 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 throwing up anarchy. Smoking toiletries, spitting philosophies. Look at the dossier, we rack like geology. There's layers to this shit, like it's sedimentary. All these little onion peels getting torn off. And buried a match in the smell. smell. That shit is a vital experience without knowing how you will not survive, period. Uh, <laughs> he's a fucking trip, man. Jimmy, you know if, you, you know if you listen to this, right, you're getting absolutely fucking ripped to death, like on a spaceship of life, you little troglodyte bastard. I hope you fucking listen, I hope you come to my house soon. I swear to God, man, I've got fucking loads of weapons and my dogs, man. You know you're just a little laugh, man, go on. Fuck off man. Go one, Fuck off, harmony. Me you another know one, do you looking for a fucking job? You fucking idiot, you've just been fucking at the death. <laughs> Fuck off. Try to change the course of the portion philosophy. I'm just here for the corporation sponsored. But bottom, feels like I won the lottery. Like I'm ghosting this pottery. Chill, Demi. Boy, the shit's supposed to be haunting. If it wasn't, ain't no puzzle. You would try to train your muscle. Air dropping like a fatal hustle. But the pay is buzzing. Think of all the loss of crew just to pick up off the tricky custom. I here, all those subdowels would make up for something. I guess it just goes to show the fuck do I know. At least it's quiet over here. I like my little silo. It's better than watching them fight over how to divide my time between. Sitting at the desk and the ride home Debs at Mickey D's, they leeching off that Wi-Fi Zapdos and Moe, they shipping more than five guys Console open, waiting for the kamikaze When the flash loans bang They feeling like paparazzi, snapshot motherfuckers We got layers, Meteora, jawbreaker We cracking a lot of craters We rapping a lot of play dirt, maxing out relators Imagine the smell, $5 wrench to your Darth Vader It's, it's really funny uh, to us at finance. That
14: everyone here is talking about uh, blockchain attack we know who all the validators are we know, who, we know where they live and we're going to the house give a range, a big range, and we will attack them right at the range and then we will take their validator node physically and put it in a truck and drive it
4: to china right so this is an extension of the the activities you performed on on btc right uh funding and creating these massive uh, Bitcoin mines, putting them in caves, putting them in, in uh, factories that were abandoned in the past and also using electromagnetic pulse bombs to detonate uh, the USA and the other country mines, right? So you're now applying this strategy to, to lunch, uh in order to take over the chain, is that correct? Uh, it's more simple.
14: There's no uh, EMP bomb. It's just a van of men in uh, and they have wrench and they're taking physical validators from people's houses they are usually very fat and they're usually uh, in the shower with you know we're trying to wash uh, their mice uh, droppings off their uh, clothes so it's very simple we just walk in and we take it but if there is someone who is sitting at the computer or sleeping at the computer we uh, we hit them with the wrench really really hard and then they say stop don't do that again and we say that's okay just Mm -hmm. give us your validator note and then they give it to us and we drive it to China.